I need that sports, sports encyclopedia. We were at Steve Kim. Got trend the cut. What up, what up, what up, man? The real Coach JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? Run like something to prove it. Came to a conclusion that it's crazy. Man, I'm ready to go. Smitty and JB. JB and Smitty from West Coast to your side. Worldwide, we in your city. That sounds fine. Keep it 150. We never change what's happening. Heard on Lincoln. In any metric, coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson here. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you got to head that store. You got to be marketing. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much, dude. Are you mixing light and dark? At 11 a.m. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids, uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown killed the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed the ass around. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now to the coach JB. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Derek? Man, God, I hate this dang phone line, man. I'm sorry, Jay. I spent all this dang money on this phone line, and the, the signal was horrible. I don't get it. Guess what? All right. Appreciate you. We got a new deal with Mint Mobile. I just saved your whole life in phone drama. Mint Mobile is now a new proud sponsor of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Stop Big playing. Smitty. Your problems have been solved. We got a partnership with Mint Mobile? You talking about Ryan Reynolds Mint Mobile? Stop playing right now. Hold Mint on. Let, let me Google you, this real quick. You can try mintmobile.com slash CoachJB and get three months free when you use the promo code CoachJB. Hey, man, I did, I did a quick Google search real quick to make sure you wasn't playing around. Right, they got plans as low as $15? They got plans for $30 unlimited everything speed coverage data access to 5g unlimited talk text mobile hotspots you can talk in mexico talk in canada and they're built on the nation's largest 5g network are you kidding me jb hey and everyone wants to know how hard it is to switch to your service big wireless wants to think it's hard they want you to think it's hard big smitty but switching to men is super easy thanks to digital e-sim cards which most phones now have you can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone from the comfort of your own home, Mint Mobile does it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. That's why the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty is proud new sponsor using promo code Coach JB. TryMintMobile.com. This is where it's at. We got it, Big Smitty. So, hey, I'm switching over to Mint Mobile right now, JB. I'm done with this company I'm working with. They they crazy. The the, the line, it, it, it never works. The signal is out, and it costs too much money. I'm going over to Mint Mobile, JB, and y'all should do the same. Big Smitty, I'm calling you right now. JB, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, clear as day. I hear you, you clear. The new promo code, Coach JB, right here, three months free. Mint Mobile, try mintmobile.com slash Coach JB and get you there free. Three months off, family deals, all deals, short, fast, skinny, and tall. Mint does it all. Proud new sponsor. Much love.
We'll see you later. Peace. What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB here, live on Work Boot Wednesday. I hope you strap up your hard hats and work boots. We got a loaded lineup today. Big Matt McChesney joins us on a, on a rare Wednesday. We're going to break down a lot of different things as far as the NFL playoffs go. And uh, shout out to everybody on live on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We do it all, short, fat, skinny, and tall. We got a loaded uh, show today, though, and uh, let's get started right out the gate. Uh, this show is brought to you by AQMS. Make sure you follow that. Check it out. We uh, move everybody, affordable, quality, moving, and storage. AQMS. Call 1-888-233-3110. If you want to move a couch, uh, move a house, move a car, move a side chick, move anything you want. Check it out, AQMS, 1-888-233-3110. Same faces, different places. That's the thumbnail today. Smitty and I are going to dive into it with Big Matt McChesney. Coach Brable fired yesterday in a shocking uh, set of events. Uh, Coach of the year just two years ago, fired yesterday. Um, Very interesting one. That was a shocker. That was a shocker. To me, um, we're going to break that down. Where does he land? Uh, what does New England do? Um, does Brable end up in New England? We're going to break that down. Possibly Washington, even. Depending on what Belichick does in New England, I think that's a good fit for him. AP, Antonio Pierce, should be a Raider by the end of the day. If it's not, then we have a problem, Houston. And Jim Harbaugh, is he going to be a Charger? Um, can Belichick be a commander in chief and head to Washington? There's a lot of moving parts. There's six open jobs right now. I expect it to be 10 by the time the first round of the playoffs are over. So don't, don't be shocked if there's not, we're going to break it down. The Broncos now saying that they're leaving the door open for a Russell Wilson return. What is going on in Denver people? Uh, seems like they have no clue what they want to do. And, uh, Sean Payton might be thinking, oh, shit, we may not be able to get a quarterback better than Russell Wilson, so maybe we need to start kissing his ass. We're going to dive into that one as well with big Matt McChesney when he jumps on here uh, in about an hour. Steelers rule Watt out. Man, that sucks. Uh, pass rusher extraordinaire is going to be out against the Bills, and they are also going with Rudolph to remain at QB1. But TJ Watt is out. Big crushing blow for the Steelers defense. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do um, in order to keep uh, Josh Allen in the pocket. Uh, JT, uh, I mean, uh, TJ Watt is needed. But we're going to dive into that one. Draymond Green says he's cutting out all the antics moving forward. Uh, he said he's cut cost his team enough. Next. Um, Saints possibly hiring John Gruden. As maybe an analyst, an offensive coordinator, quarterback guy. He's had relations with Derek Carr, obviously, in Vegas. And uh, we're going to see if uh, he's a good fit there or not. Who's the best fit? What team is the best fit for Derek Henry? Derek Henry has uh, pretty much said his goodbyes in Tennessee. Probably knew that Vrabel was gone as well. Um, what is the best fit for Derek Henry? I'm going to give you a few options. We're going to break that down. Best fit for Saquon Barkley. He's also probably seen his last days in New York. We're going to dive into that one. 
and then the best fit for our main man, Browning, quarterback in uh, Cincinnati, who's came in and fell in for Joe Burrow so good. And uh, I, I think he is a top 32 quarterback right now in this league, and I think he can play somewhere. So we're going to dive into where his best fit is. We know what his girl's best fit is, and that was that little white skin tight jury uh, get up she wore. Um, what does Joe Flacco do next year? Is he a backup to Deshaun Watson or a starter somewhere like Washington, New England, um, New York, Giants, Tennessee, Atlanta, Pittsburgh? Joe Flacco fits those teams well, in my opinion. It'd be interesting to see him in Pittsburgh, a rival to Cleveland, wouldn't it? Uh, we're going to break that down. He's already been on the Ravens, so won a Super Bowl. Uh, Pete Carroll says he is not burned out and wants to coach several more years. Very interesting to see this one. I thought, and he's an energy energy banana. He's a bug. He's an energy bunny. He runs around like crazy. Uh, right now, he's sitting there probably throwing the football around um, with his grandkids. Washington's wide receiver extraordinaire Polk declares for the NFL draft. Um, didn't do much in the national championship game, uh, but he is a good receiver, probably the second best. He's gonna he's declaring for the NFL draft. He's out of there. Ben Simmons. I, we're gonna dive into this with Big Smitty. I can't wait. But the look on his face right here, isn't that like? Doesn't he look just like lost? This man has played six games this year, fellas. Six games this guy's played, and 153 games he's missed in his career already. <laughs> uh, he's played a total of 45 games in the NBA. If you don't find that to be a problem, what we and I, we discussed yesterday with something needs to be put in place, this is one of the specific guys we're discussing. It ain't just John Morant. It ain't just Kawhi Leonard. It ain't all these guys that get hurt. This guy refuses to play because, again, he's a mental midget. The Giants have drama. The New York Giants, football Giants, giant drama. Brian Dable having drama as his D.C. wink stormed out. As I, as I told you guys yesterday, he stormed out, but he has not resigned officially yet because he was pissed off that Dable fired two of his good friends. And I told you guys this yesterday on the show. It's interesting. Wink Martindale cursed out Brian Dable. They've had beef since early last year, from what I'm hearing. And uh, it's going to be interesting in New York what they do, not only with Daniel Jones, but with Wink Martindale, one of the best D coordinators in football. The New York Post reported that Martindale said his piece got up, slammed the door, and walked out the building. So we're going we're gonna to dive into it. I got a little information on that. Um, <clears throat> the Lakers Raptors game. If you didn't watch the Lakers Raptors game last night, the Raptors coach goes off on the refs due to the free free throw discrepancy. We're going to dive into that one. And then there's this QB college quarterback, Mavia. He flipped to USC one day after saying that he's going to Georgia and Georgia is the best program in the world after he left UNLV. Changing his decision like we changed dirty draws. It's unbelievable. But without saying that, oh, my Ball State legend and my LeBron having hairline and my Far East side, Naptown's finest, Post Road's finest, 317, Fox Sports' very own, 
Clap it up for my man. I love when the round of applause comes in. You know, that's the proper introduction for a brother like me. And I appreciate the introduction from you, JB. Man, what's going on, Chassis Master Wu? I see real N-word tie. I see Sean Waffle, Coach Rubel. I see Hector. I got comp. I see the Compton shirt right there, JB. I got the Nap Town shirt on. Nap or nothing. We in the building. What's going on? Do you know I was wearing this? I didn't know you were in there. Just the, the energy, bro. Like we starting to do so many shows together that the energy is just kind of it's just happening that way. It's going that way. Big Smitty, before I'm gonna give you an opportunity to come on the show this morning in front of millions Damn. and tell the people that you made a mistake with Damn. your take yesterday on CP2 and Gary Payton. Because apparently I feel for my brother, I feel for my co-host, I feel the social media bandits have just gone deep into you and they're they're killing you on social media. I can't I can't see that. Now, you might say, no, nah, hell no, that's me all day, which I think you will do. I respect that too. Respect it. E, uh, CK. Um, you didn't see DG. I don't think you saw Gary Payton play, though. I watched the NBA last night just for this fact. I watched the game, the Laker game, just to say, let me, let me let me give Smitty a fair chance to do. Let me watch the NBA current game, and I'm looking at the game, and I'm like, <laughs> "Hold on, you watched the Lakers and the Raptors play, and that was your 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 test or whatever uh, yeah. to, to tell you how NBA players play. Yeah. You get two of the worst teams yeah. in the NBA right now: the yeah. Toronto Raptors and our yeah. Los Angeles Lakers, and say, you know what? This is the NBA. Yes, <laughs> yes." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yes, because you 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 can't even fathom why I'm saying this. You don't even understand it. That's why your GP take was so bad. The NBA is a joke. It is the worst product it's ever been. And you're saying GP2 better than Gary Payton. Homie, the NBA is so bad to watch. I don't care if it's the Lakers or the goddamn Bucks. Did you see the Bucks get blown out by fucking who else? You do know Chris Paul's not four years old. You know Chris Paul got drafted in what, 05, 04? He's been in the league for a long-ass time, JB. Like you acting like he just got drafted two years ago. He he played he played with dog. He played against Kobe and Tim and all them. This is the only league Smitty knows, though. My homeboy who knows basketball like he's a big-time basketball guy, I think you know he is. He's gonna he's gonna come on our show during the NBA season. He's like, I like Smitty. Smitty be knowing some shit. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, Smitty knows shit. He goes, but I want. I wish I would have got came on on that G on that on that uh, Gary Payton shit because he's like Gary Payton is like his favorite player, but he also doesn't want to be pro Gary Payton. So he's like, he loves CP two. He loves CP three too. But he's like, I gotta talk to Smitty about uh, uh, GP. He's like, I you know I, I don't know cats. Cats be kill, sleeping on GP back in the day. Cause he's a Hall of Famer. In place, man. I don't know if you've seen him play like that. I and do I my homework. Know. I do my homework now. Now, of course, you're older than me, so I'm, I'm never – I always keep it real on this show. Like, did I watch him to the same extent that you wa probably watch him, I'm assuming? No, you're older than me. You had a, a different lens on him. But, like, even me as an analyst, me as someone who works in sports, best believe I do my homework. Best believe I, I – if I couldn't watch somebody play that much, I go back and I and I and I look I look up stuff. I watch video. I watch is it, is it the exact same as since growing up on them? No, I would never admit that. 
But but I mean, we do that with a lot of players. None of us really watch. None of us watch Bill Russell. But we always rank and say where he should be at and Will Wood Chandler. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? But I I I watch Gary. Like I, I know I know Gary Payton. All I'm saying he's a Hall of Famer. And I don't believe you got to diss one person to elevate someone else. I'm just saying we're having a conversation about if CP3 is a top 10 guy, a top 10 point guard, I think he has a very, very strong argument to say so. You start listing all types of, like, players, and I'm like, bro, I, I feel like now you're just speaking more so with, like, the players who you would prefer to have on your team because of based upon your preferences. But when you talk about what you've done for the game, you talk about numbers, you talk about – longevity you talk about all i mean like like bro this guy was one of the he's one of the best point guard defenders as well he's not better than gary Payne. gary Payne was a defensive player of the year but i'm saying cp has never lacked in that area even as a shorter guy because even though he's shorter you understand i'm a shorter guy so i understand a little bit, bit a little bit more he's shorter but he's strong he's always had a strong base he's always been physical so guys can never just bully him and back him down and, and the fact that he's smaller he's lower to the ground helps him get more steals and and you see the number you see this it's the reason why he's a nine-time all NBA defensive player like that that's not like just some shit you just get that's hard to do he's a perennial all-star player or he was when he was in his prime He's been to an NBA Finals, just like Gary Payton went to an NBA Finals during his prime. Now, one thing that I will uh, correct myself on, I said GP never got a ring. He did get a ring, like, his last season in his career with the Miami Heat. His role was, we know that wasn't like, that wasn't like GP, GP. But, hey, a ring is a ring. I'll give it to him. But when they, when they were both in their prime, they both went to a Finals. They both lost in their Finals. They both were great defensive players. I'm going to give the edge to GP for sure. He's the glove. You got a nickname. You got to give him the edge. But offensively, and both in their primes, you got to give that to to, uh, to Chris Paul. And his prime, the mid-range, the ability to create space, to get to the rim. Like, young Chris Paul was an assassin. It's the reason why Lakers Nation was pissed off when the league blocked that trade to get CP3 with Kobe on the Lakers. I know at that time, if I rewind it, and I could read your mind during that time, I bet you were pissed off when they blocked that trade. You, Kobe wanted CP. Think about that. Our guy Kobe, he wanted to play with Chris Paul. Think like, why would Kobe want to play with a scrub? He don't do that. He has a standard. He, plug. he had Smush Parker on this at the time. Anyone's an upgrade, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. He, I, I think I got receipts on this show, and we're not even talking about that. I just wanted to, I was fucking with you on the intro, but I gotta be honest. I said on the show when this warrior signed him, I said, what a waste and what a joke to sign this dude. He's going to be hurt in three weeks. He's been out. He's out for six weeks again. Like, I don't, I don't understand how we keep paying homage to a dude that's not available. Like, I really don't. But it is well, what it is. His I, last, I know we're not talking about but his last five. Like, I can't define him based upon his last five or so, like five years. Because he's it's just been old. More than five years, though. He's old now. But he like didn't he, hurt for his like, whole career. He's been he's a old now. I'm saying lately, but the when he was younger, if he had a little knickknack, or whatever, it wasn't no, it wasn't a six weeks. So when he was on the Hornets, he he was he played most of the games. Number one, number two, the balance of it, it was like, all right, yeah, I might miss some games, but when I'm on the court, I'm so great that, that it kind of outweighs that. Now his play isn't outweighing his time off the court because he's older. He's an old man now. The Warriors in general are just. They're, it's a wrap. That down, and we could we could dive to that later too. They, if they would have kept Jordan Poole, it wouldn't have worked because he's playing trash right now. Going to Chris Paul ain't working. They just they're done. They're old. Clay's not the same. 
Steph's the only guy who's still good. Everybody's bad. So that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, Chris Paul, I, I just I just ask you to please, when you get bored over the weekend or something, you know, once the NFL is over, take some time and just re- refresh your memory. Just go to YouTube and type in Chris Paul Hornets and just just watch some just watch some stuff. Because I think our memory and we got a lot of young people on, on TikTok, even in this chat, who I think has for, forgotten the David West Chris Paul uh, years. And like, man, this guy was a dog, a dog, man. Hey, Keith. You fat wobble body. That's why I never did get hurt. Never missed a practice. Never missed a game. FYI, ask the homies. <laughs> Since you know so motherfucking much, but you get hurt getting out to bed with your fat ass. So shut your fat wobble body titties hanging to your kneecap. Motherfucker got nipples on his kneecap. Talking to me, Keith. Be, hey, Keith, you keep on commenting, Keith. I got your back, Keith. You keep on commenting every day. Chips ahoy, nipple looking ass, having nipples like a motherfucking size of a kneecap, talking to me. Keith, you're, you're, you're getting out of his skin, Keith. Keep going. Motherfucker get out of bed and pull his hamstring. He's so goddamn fat and sloppy. He's talking to me, an elite premier athlete in his prime, Big Smitty. You elite? know who this is? Have you ever, you want to go on a hoops court with me? I'm the juggernaut. Anytime you want. Anytime you want. You want to go golfing? Anytime. Shoot pool, shoot hoop. Uh, bowl, bowl 300. Hey, if we play athlete, now, athlete, homie, athlete. basketball court, if we play a full actual game, I'm giving you work. Now, we just shooting, and like you proved in the summer, you might beat me. White people can shoot, white boys can always shoot. I don't care if you're old or young, that's y'all thing. Y'all can shoot, but we actually got to move around a little bit. I, I feel I feel good. Why I like you talking shit in, and they be fake profile because they because listen, JB. Because they know you're, you're about to go in on them. If you ignore them, they won't do this shit, JB. They're doing this for you. You fall to the trap every time. Hey, look. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm unemployed, though. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Have you seen my crib and my cars and my bitches and my, my dogs? How am I unemployed? I'm trying to figure it out. Oh, Jefferson-looking-ass fucking plaid jer- shirt wearing mother- That ain't him, see? No, no, no flame to picture. That's not even him. <laughs> hey. Oh. Um, oh, they, shit, I didn't even know. No, let's go. I didn't know. No, that's, but, that's a shout-out. Shout-out to you, big man. I wonder man. if you did see me, because people did say I look like Ben Roethlisberger, by the way, when yeah. I played. Makes sense, though. Tough guy, big white dude, can move around a little bit. You know what I mean? Big on. Wild man Steve, let me explain where I coach at. It's wherever your address is and wherever your girl's at, motherfucker. That's where I coach at. I coach your girl on a daily basis how to say, oh, what do you mean? What do you mean where do I coach at? I coach your girl, your mama, your sister. I coach all of them, motherfucker. Where are you at? What do you do? (laughs) Drop your resume, you fat, wobble body looking plaid jersey wearing motherfucker. All right, let's get going, Big Smitty. Uh, it's all gravy. Gotta love your haters. They're your biggest fans. Um, let's members. this thing. Um, this show, let's get to the quote of the day. First of all, brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off plus welcome bonus. Quote of the day, man, I'm going to say it just for a few people. And it's perfect segue that I picked this one. There's a difference between talking shit about a person and telling the truth about a shitty person. 
Mm. Come I on now. I told the truth about Plaid. I just can't <laughs> tell the truth about his motherfucking it, it, It's not, I'm not talking about a person. I'm talking about a shitty person. I'm telling the truth about his ass. But for real. great quote of the day. Contrary to belief, brought to you by Prize Picks. Head on over there. Big Smitty, if you have a problem with me, tell me. Not everyone else. I treat people accordingly, not badly. Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that one. And accordingly. I treat Big Wobble Body accordingly. I don't mm. treat it badly. Don't start none. Won't be none. Please understand, you will never beat me in this game. Mm. Never. Never, you can try to talk all you want. You have no resume. You put nobody in. Live access removed on TikTok already. <laughs> JB was in the middle of a rant. He was about to go in. You ain't never coached nobody. You you can't cook like me. You can't walk. Live access cut off already. It you know why? Sense. You said fat. You said fat wobble body. Uh, you said you said I coach wherever your mama is or your your girl is, and I coach her to do this. Mm-mm-mm. Like <laughs> you know, TikTok don't play around. Shout out to Patrick Queen. Just texted me. I I hit him up yesterday. Congratulated him on Pro Bowl his first one. His first Pro Bowl. Uh, Clap it up, JB. Clap it up, Patrick. <laughs> the Ravens MVP, hands down, Patrick Queen. Um, shout out. He's definitely one of them for sure. He's definitely one of those best players. He is the he is the MVP of the, of the shout Ravens. Shout out to P Queen. Shout out to I P would Queen. put him as the MVP, top five MVP in the league over. Um, Shit. A, lot a lot of people. people. A lot of people. I'm not mad if you put them in like top 10 or whatever conversation yeah, of a lot of people. Over a lot of people. We over know a lot who of people. probably are. Huh? It's probably like, certain people. I couldn't put them on. My brother, I love, I love P. Queen's a doll. He's physical. Probably certain people I can't put him over though. But yeah, yeah, now he's definitely, uh, you know, he's definitely oh, yes, so Let's get to the poll. <laughs> I got a new segment I want to break to you. I, break, I got a new segment. You scared who, though. Who should be on the cover of EA Sports College Football next year? Damn. That's the poll question. Who should be on the cover of EA Sports? Uh, do we got the picture of the of the, of the thing? It's got to be a few. It's got to be a few players to me. I got one. I know who should be on. It. I'm gonna go and I'm by. I'm being biased. I, I know you gonna. Who you gonna say? I'm gonna go with my kid, my lifelong, you know, friend and 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 dear. His, his daddy played JUCO with me at Compton College. I'm rolling with Nico. I'm rolling with Nico, University of Tennessee, to be on the cover. He balled in the bowl game. Uh, he did his thing. He's got a lot. He, they paid him. They broke him off to go to Tennessee from the West Coast out here in Cali to go to Tennessee. He's in the SEC. Got a shot in the bowl game. He ripped it in the bowl game. He's the face of college football. Put him on there. Mm. What if? What do you think about against for marketing purposes? What about putting Shador on the front. Marketing purposes. It's a video game. We're not saying he's the best player before we get in that argument. But for marketing purposes, you don't think that would perform well? Maybe. Shadur, 32 years old, though. I wouldn't put him on there, but that's just me. Uh, you got to put, put a young cat on there? I mean, if you really want to put Dion on the motherfucker. I mean, shit. <laughs> right, just like this. I mean, shit. I thought you had, my other thought was though putting like like a like a four like four legends or like college legends, you know, like a, we know Joe Burrow had that crazy year, you know. I think it's time to 
we need to put Reggie Bush back on there. We need to put, you know what I mean? Just like spread it out like different eras or different legends. You know, I think that, that'd be fine. Because like, this is the first game since, I want to say my um 20, was that 2012? I know I got F.A. Is, is in the chat right now. When I first got the ball state my freshman season, F.A., you know, he's a computer guru. You know, he, he's a computer science major. He was the guy that knew how to like, find everybody's uh like names or whatever on because on, on the, the way the college game would be at the time like if you pick ball state you'll see number 95 from indiana but it, it, it never said your actual name on there but there was something you could do with the video game for all the computer geeks where you can you could find like everybody's name would populate i don't know how you do it but we would all go to fa and be like hey bro can you figure out how to get my name on there and that was the last ncaa college football game man and um it's been over 10 years so I, th- I think to me, you can't just put one person on the front. Like, it's been a long-ass time. Let's show love to, like, at least some of the Heisman in the last 10 years or so. You know what I mean? Do something different. Yeah. Um, Instagram Live don't do nothing. I'm going to end it. It don't ever do nothing for me. Yeah, it don't do nothing for me either. I never go live. I, I don't either. But I I, I was like, what? I, I don't know why we're on there. It starts off, like, 100 people in the beginning, and then it just dies out to 20. Um. So and I pulled it out of here. Uh, and then TikTok banned me. So it is what it is. We're right here on YouTube and Twitter. So check us out. Come on over from Twitter if you want. Um, let's dive into this new segment, Smitty. I want to throw at you because we don't talk, we don't discuss nothing. But I got a new segment. So I think I want to. Every day I'll go back and forth from the a morning rant to a segment I want to call "Make It Make Sense." Ooh. I think "Make It Make Sense" makes a good. Good appeal to the morning show. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member if you're not one. Uh, I gotta make it make sense for the first time right now. Let's let's break it down. I want to get into this. Um, I'm a dog lover, Smitty, so I'm, I'm partial to dogs. And I don't know if you know Ash's daddy Stogie, who's my all-time dog. Dog D A double G W G is uh, one of my all-times. So my daddy died in my arms in 05, and I had to put Stogie down in uh, 2000, two years ago. And I, I could tell you honestly that putting the dog down was worse than my dad dying in my arms. Wow, really? Oh, yeah. So Damn. here's the make it make sense part of that I want to break down. Because I, I'm not going to be a hypocrite, and I'm not going to talk outside of my mouth. So I'm letting you know now I had to put him down. Everybody knows that. TMZ and everybody did a damn story on it because Stogie they knew was my dog. That's Ash's daddy. And so the government will ban uh, specific dog breeds in our cities, as we all know. We got certain cities won't allow certain dogs. Uh, I mean, there's 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 countries now trying to ban the dog, mm. especially the bullies and the pit bulls of the world. Uh, but, Smitty, make it make sense. We will let one of these pedos live next door to us. That don't make sense. And I, I I know the way it works, what, they, they have to, like, register as an, as an offender so the whole neighborhood knows, but they can live there. Yeah. I mean, I, I first of all, I didn't know he was going that route. That was a crazy, that was a, that was a crazy set way how you, how you set it well, up. Hold on. I, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me sum it up for you, and I know you got something to say on it. I know it's crazy, but make it make sense to me. Like, why do we put dogs down when they act as dogs? Because I think we know when we get a dog, Smitty, or a cat, or a wild animal. They're going to be who they are. That they're animals with instincts, right? Like, 
That's who they are. That's why I never, I never like when the owner say, "Oh, he's not gonna bite you." You don't know that. Like it's, a, I don't, you don't. It's a fuck. It's an animal. <laughs> and here's the thing: we'll put him down though, like this, for biting someone instinctively, not not ripping them apart and yeah, killing yeah, them. Yeah. I get that, but I'm talking about, you know, a little a little bite because they were scared or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't know. They don't know. They don't know. Right. Um, but yet, if a human kills someone. He can get a lawyer and beat the charges and get off. Make it make sense. We'll put a dog down like this, but a human can do the same shit or worse knowingly, and we'll give him a pass. Mental health pass. He's all right. You think a dog has mental health? I don't know, Big Smitty, because I'm not going to be a hypocrite, like I said, but I'm just saying, like, we can end up having guys live right next door to us who have absolutely off someone prior. And the most loyal creature on planet Earth, we treat like shit as most part as a, as a, as a whole in the, in the world. When the most inhumane fucking creepy weirdo fucks give chance after chance after chance, dogs don't get one. Mm. Make it make sense, dog. I'm just trying to. No, nah, it's, a, it's a little bit of a, it's a deep conversation because I, okay, on one side, I, I, I hear you in terms of, you know, there, I do think there's certain things that a person can do where I don't, I don't really believe in that second chance. You know what I'm saying? Like you, a child, you know, last there, I, you know, I don't want to say because I don't know how to, you know, the, the yeah, stream yeah. work, but, oh, you know, yeah. yeah, anything like that, then I'm like, uh, bro, I don't, you know, I don't, you shouldn't you, get a second chance. You shouldn't get a second You can ride in jail with your life or give you the, whatever they decide to do. I'm cool with that. Put it like that. Um, but there are other, a lot, there's a lot of other stuff that I, I am a b- big believer in second, in second chances. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie because it's to tell somebody like they got life in prison, like that, that that like you got to really do like you got to do some life and and one and you can't get out. People, you know that that actually did the crime but gets a good lawyer and beats the case. Well, they they beat they beat the case. So like to 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 but them it's like they're saying compare that to a dog. They get no shot. They they bit a guy. They same situation. Yeah, but Jason, and that's and that's where I'm going to next. And I get like you're like a real dog lover. And I've got a lot of dog lovers in here. I'm not like a dog lover or a hater. I'm just kind of just a neutral. Like the dog was cool and I'm cool, but like, I, I don't, I don't love a dog. I, I, you know, I didn't grow up having dogs a pet. So for me though, it is what it is. Dogs and humans are, we're not equal. I know you guys love your dogs and I, Hey, shout out to the dog. I know they mean a lot and they're the most loyal thing on this earth. And they do a lot for you. And I, I I'm not, I get all that. But you can't, a dog and a human, it's not the same. And I'm not, I'm sorry, me personally, I'm not about to care about a, I'm not going to put a dog's feelings on the same level as my a human's feelings. And a dog, it, you're right, a dog can't defend themselves. They can't talk. That's not, that's that's not what they're meant to do here. They're meant to be who they are. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you said we put a dog down for being who they are and doing what they're supposed to do. And a lot, sometimes what, what, what their naturally instincts to do is to jump on you and bite you and to tug you. Maybe they mean it out of love. Maybe they're doing it because they're scared. Maybe they're doing it because of some other reason. But at the end of the day, like, that, that don't mean I'm supposed to just, uh, like, allow it. You know, if an alligator fucking bites my leg, oh, I'm supposed to just, it's cool. It's the, nah, put, get the, take care of that. Like, humans are the superior thing on this earth. So our rules are different than everybody else's rule. We are the, we, we are the king. We're the top of the food chain, JB. So, like, I get we love the dogs. Hey, I'm not I'm not advocating taking the dogs away or or putting them away. I'm not saying none of that. I'm just saying it's hard for me to feel sentimental 
to the same extent for a dog going through that compared to actually a human. I'm just, that's just that's just me being. I, 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 when you have kids, if you have kids, I'm sure you will. When you have kids, I guarantee you your whole process of thought and thinking that you just said right here will change. When I have kids, yeah, because those are humans. Those are my literal babies no, that I'm saying, when came you have, out of me. When you have kids, <laughs> your change of humans versus dogs will change. Mm. Your take on dogs will change when you have kids. Watch. Watch. Why, why, why is that? Are you, are you now, saying? I'm with you. I'm with you, by the way. Uh, I'm not one of these weirdo fucking. I hate dogs in the store. I don't want to see your fucking dog in a restaurant. I don't want to see you walk your fucking dog on a plane. I don't want to see that shit. I'm not that guy. I'm a dog, private dog owner with big dogs. Big I understand what they do. I understand what they can do. And I've had 30 of them in my life. I've raised them my whole life. But I'm not the guy to walk around the fucking store and all this crazy weird shit. I'm not taking a dog over a human. But I think we do need to look at some of the shit we allow as humans for humans versus what we do so quickly for a dog, which is, by the way, the most loyal creature on planet. Earth. Should we should we take should we start taking dogs to court like after they bite somebody like take them to court get them a lawyer? No, you, know, you should take to court the owner. Yeah, that's true. You that's take the know. owner to court, owner to court, and say, "Hey, show me how you raised this dog. Show me what you taught this dog." Because Big Smitty, you know Ash, he's a crazy weirdo, fucking huge butt baby dog, but he ain't gonna bite someone maliciously, right? Yeah, but his daddy would though, and I can't. And, and think about this: if you would have got in trouble for that, like went to court and got like, I don't know if that would have been fair because you didn't, to my knowledge, talking to you, you didn't teach him to just be that. He just was like that. You you told me the other day. You said, "Nah, this motherfucker was born when I got him." He I was, mean, he there was, was born like that. But then there's parts when he was because remember he was in Kansas. He grew he grew up in Kansas with me as a puppy, and I trained him totally different than than, than Ash. I can't even tell you what we did. You know, we got into wars together. Like, totally different. By by design, though. What up, what up, what up? It's Real Coach AB for the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Prize Picks is here to announce. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with pro basketball, pro hockey, and college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. Please make sure you follow along on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and download the app today and use code COACHJB for a first deposit match up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Peace. And I had no idea two years later I would leave and come back here. And then, you know, I was in the middle of the country, dog. Nobody around. He was trained to protect that whole fucking area because I don't know if somebody's coming or going in this big-ass desolate area where I was at. Right. He was trained totally different. So gotcha. it's a different. You know what I mean? We had we had 
coyotes and foxes and fucking weird shit popping up. And uh, this motherfucker, this motherfucker brought a baby deer home one day. <laughs> That's crazy. You probably went outside like, what are you doing? Like, just dragged a whole deer. Right, right now, man. Stogie was a different, motherfucker. Um, all right, let's get into this show, man. Before Big Matt jumps on, we got about 20 minutes. Matt will pop on, and then we're on our solo dolo for the rest of the trip today on this Work Boot Wednesday. Pound the like, subscribe. If you're not a member, become one. Uh, some face, same faces, different places. We already know it's a recyclable business, Big Smitty. We already know that Vrabel will have a job by the end of the week, in my opinion, somewhere in the NFL. Before we talk about the same faces, different places, uh, Mike Vrabel being fired was probably a shocker across the NFL landscape. Two years removed, coach of the year. Uh, beat the Jacksonville Jaguars, knocked them out of the playoffs, conference foe. Um, I don't get the firing. Um, they did not want to trade him, which they thought people could do. They were trying to think about trading him. Um as they did Gruden many years ago to the Raiders. I don't know if people understand how good of a coach this guy is, even though he's yet to win the elusive ring. But what he's done in, in that organization, Smitty, is uh, a little bit underrated. That team is roster is as bad as, a, as, a, as it gets. And I don't believe we think about We don't give them the same pass as the Chicago Bears or uh, a Jets when they were bad, or, you know, the Texans last year. We automatically think Vrabel and the Tech and the Titans are going to be in the playoffs, and we are, like, really sitting there at the contemplating, like, well, how'd they lose? This team has zero talent. Like, they have no wideout. They got an older aging Hopkins. They it's, have an older big aging downhill back. They have no complimentary back to him like a lot of teams in the league have. They don't have that slash back. They have Henry and Hopkins. Like, let's be honest. They're shuffling quarterbacks. They Their defense is absolutely atrocious, but it's very well coached. But talent-wise, they got some a couple players. NFL has players. Every team has NFL players. But this team is, un, is, is really overachieved, in my opinion. And uh, mm. I don't know how that 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 organization gets rid of AJ Brown. Gets rid of AJ Brown. <laughs> Not a smart Thinking they can replace him, never did. The GM makes these crazy moves and decisions, and then they get rid of him, and now they get rid of Rabel. Seems like something else is going on there, and uh, they got one of the best D tackles in football, and Simmons. Uh, they got, you know, they got some decent guys, but this is when I told you guys about AJ Brown. Cause I heard this because a good friend of mine coaches for the Titans, really good friend of mine. There was a reason they got rid of AJ Brown. Just FYI. Vrabel did it for a reason. And now you're seeing that reason in Philly. <laughs> I mean, you can say that. I mean, I don't know. I think, listen, you, you pay your best players. I'm sorry. It is what it is. Receivers are going to be divas. A lot of these players are going to be divas or give you issues and, and, and say things. At the end of the day, they didn't want to pay A.J. Brown the money that he deserved. Last year, they went to the, the fucking the Super Bowl. So, I mean, he, he, I don't was, know. he was a big he was a big role of the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. You know, and this year, as bad as they look, at the end of the day, they're 11-6 and, and they're in the playoffs. 
Yeah, if they go out here and win, then what we gonna say? I think they would have paid him if if Braver would have felt different. Yeah, I, I, they well, paid other guys. They don't oh. look like it was the right decision. I'll say that you know. Uh, so Braver fired in shocking moves uh, in the shocking turn of events. Where mm-hmm. does he land? I guess is the first thing. Before I ask you where he lands, though, I want to go over these 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 same faces, different places, opportunity, and then we'll talk about where Braver ends up because I believe right now. You would, we could argue Vrabel's probably the hottest guy on the board, right? So, yeah, which is crazy, right? Guy gets fired, and he's instantly the hottest name out there. It, it's it's probably going to be him and Harbaugh, and then obviously Belichick because of his age. But arguably, the hottest guy on the board just got fired. That is the recyclable business we are in, the oxymoronic business that we are in. We fired a guy, told him he's no good. And yet the NFL owners are salivating to get this guy in their building today. But sometimes, you know, just because you get fired from somewhere, like in, in coaching wise, doesn't mean you're a bad coach. It just maybe they need a they need a new start or a new because they have some, the Titans had some really good years. They, didn't they go to an AFC championship, if I'm not mistaken, or at least a divisional game? I know for a couple years ago. I know for a fact, just the last two seasons have been really bad. They won. They beat New England. They seven New games New and then six games. They beat you know? New England in the playoffs. Uh, Vrabel beat New England, his mentor. Um, a couple years ago. Um, Look. They beat the Ravens, I think. There's a a few shocking turn of events in this one. Um, Where he lands, in my opinion, is how what happens with Bill Belichick. A. Bill Belichick, although I said Vrabel's probably a hotter commodity now because of his young, he's got the players' attention in the locker room, players like all that shit. Fiery, blah, blah, blah. He's the hottest ticket, maybe, but the most influential ticket is still Bill Belichick. And as he goes, other guys can fall into place. Let's make sure we're not getting twisted here. Mm. If he stays in New England, it changes everything for Vrabel, for Washington, for possibly the Raiders, for the Chargers, for the Saints, possibly, for whoever loses first round in the playoffs that we're going to discuss here later. Belichick still controls the narrative on where these puzzle pieces fall, in my opinion. Now, Washington, depending on what happens with Belichick again, and then the Raiders, I don't know what they're waiting on. They should hire AP today. Every day that goes by, I'm telling you, is worse and worse. And then Harbaugh, in my opinion, is the best fit as the Chargers. Belichick possibly being a commander-in-chief again in Washington as a commander. Um, Very interesting. But these four pieces right here, AP in in Vegas, Vrabel, where he lands, Bill Belichick, and then obviously Harbaugh. These are four pieces, in my opinion, that have to happen first before anything else happens, such as a – McDermott getting let go if Buffalo loses, for instance, in the first round. Dennis Allen getting let go, for instance, if they decide to make that move. That's why he's trying to get Gruden in there right away, trying to trying to make management happy. And let me go hire a splash. Let me go make a splash. I think he might be gone in New Orleans, to be honest. Um, there's six jobs open right now today. Like, all you guys should pound the like right now today. Right, right now. now. There's six jobs open right now, um, and I believe there'll be eight to ten after the first round of the playoff. 
is done. Not, not just saying that the first round playoff guys are all going to get fired, but I think other guys are going to make moves like Dennis Allen could be gone. Uh, there's a couple other jobs out there that we don't really know about. And right. although Pete Carroll said he wants to coach, we don't know how management feels. Mm. Ownership feels. He gets a lot of leeway up there, but he he's getting older. You know, a lot of players say good things, but then there's a lot of underlying things. You know, we've heard Richard Sherman, we've heard other people come out and be like, ah, kind of torn. So I'm curious how that goes. Um, I'd be shocked if he get let go. I ain't going to lie. I know. I, I, Chicago, I think Iberflus has proven that he should be the guy there at least another year. Um, but I'm glad you brought them up. I feel like wherever Vrabel goes, it has to be like a like like a gritty type city almost, like or a team that's that's known for being physical, at least historically. You know, like, like a Bears or you know a Washington team. I can I can see them being you know there. Yeah, the Saints. If Allen were, you know were to get fired, I think Saints would be a great fit for for Vrabel. They already got a pretty solid foundational defense. Got some older cats there, but their defense is pretty solid. Um, I, I think that the fit matters. The fit has it has to matter. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wouldn't want him going, you know, to, to the Chargers in LA with a, with a Herbert. I don't think that would make sense for for Vrabel. I'm not saying he couldn't be successful. He's a good coach. I think he needs to go somewhere that has like more of that grimy, gritty mentality, or at least background or the ability to possibly get to that point. I don't, you know, some of these teams. I don't know if it makes sense for him. So it'll be very interesting to see where he ends up landing. I wouldn't be shocked if he. I'm not going to be shocked if he doesn't get a job and he's in the, he goes in Brian Dable's DC next year. Or if, 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 wow. if, if the DC in Dallas, for instance, who's one of the hottest, you know, once out there, former head coach for the Atlanta Falcons, obviously, if he's going to get a job, probably. Vrabel goes to Dallas. Um, and I'm talking about if McCarthy stays and they win somewhere in Dallas. He got, he, 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 there's a couple jobs he can be a DC in for a year and then get right back as a head coach. That's where he's at. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be shocked because to be honest, he's, he's, he's had a couple, you know, he's had a good one. What does he had one playoff win or two uh, in his, in his years there, but he's not, he, we'd call him a winning head coach. Like he hasn't really shot off the charts as a big time head coach, even though a lot of people like him. He he walks around with that you know persona, but he really hasn't won anything. So I don't know how heavy heavily recruited he will be to be a head coach again so quickly. Um, I'm sure he'll have the opportunities, but there may be some opportunities that he's the DC. So we'll see. Well, it sounds like now you're kind of reversing. He and he's not the hottest commodity out there now. Well, I, I, that's what I'm saying. He's both, in my opinion, he's both. Right now, on the on the board, his name is still the hottest after being fired yesterday. Like everyone's bringing his name up as this guy's available. What do we do? Like that's what it is. But at the end of the day, when the cards all land where they may, he may be the guy out. Like, well, I got to go to be a DC this year. Mm -hmm. uh, could very well happen because there's six jobs open right now. And that's not Belichick included. So I got I went on a show yesterday, very interesting. I went on a show yesterday in San Diego, a prominent radio show, high school show too. Bert Grossman, former NFL uh, Charger, uh, owns part ownership of an arena football team in San Diego. My, one of my kids played for Carlos Thompson. 
I, I got to ask you. He brought up a very – he goes, JB, what if I threw this at you, this curveball at you? Belichick leaves, and he becomes Nick Saban D coordinator for one year <laughs> at Alabama. And I go, what? And I said, no way in the world. He's chasing the all-time wins record. Yeah, That's crazy take. But, you know, I say crazy take. But instead of him going in the booth, which he does not think he'll ever do, Grossman knows Bill. He's like, he'll do, he'll, he'll go be saving DC for a year before he goes in the booth and then goes back to coaching again. Cause he only needs, I think a year to break the record if it's the right year. Um, so I think he gets the win record. No way he's doing that. <laughs> Ain't no way he's doing that. He's either, he's either at this point of his career, we call him the GOAT. He's the greatest coach of all time. He's about to go humble himself and go back to be a coordinator after all the work you didn't did. Yeah, him and Saban relationship. That's all he's saying. I hear him. I, saying, I, I, I would never. Him. There's no way. If that, he no did that him. shit, I would. He knows some inside shit. <laughs> if we do that shit, I, hey, I fucking, I don't know what I do. I do a backflip. I do some shit I can't do. Like it's not, it's not what ain't happening. I want to see you do a backflip. I can't do it. That's the point. We're going to dive into these coach moves with Big Matt when he jumps on. Uh, moving on, the Broncos, who we're going to talk to Matt about as well, they're now changing their uh, tone. They're saying they're leaving the door open for Russell Wilson to return. Mm. That makes There's sense. There's only two reasons why there is this. There's only two reasons, Fitty. Number one, ownership said, ah. We can't get out of this contract, brother. You're stuck with Russell Wilson. You better go mend the fence. Mm. Or B, Sean Payton's looking around the landscape of, co- of college football and the NFL and saying, holy shit, I'm going to have Browning or <laughs> Russell Wilson. There ain't a lot of good quarterbacks out there. He sees it as a Super Bowl winning quarterback guy, and he may be like, I might have to suck it up and. and, and well, he should have saw that from the get go. I'm not about to hear no. I'll see it now. You should have saw it all season. Just saw it weeks ago at least. Y'all bitched him. It's a wrap. You know about to bench me and then come back and then that's like being in a relationship. Motherfucker break break up with you because they because they see somebody else who they think is finer than you and got more money than you, better than you, whatever. And then they they go over there and they go on their first date and they, 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 shit ain't what they think. And now they want to come back and say, Hey, I know I messed up. I just want to bring you. Uh-uh. It's a wrap. When someone showed you who they are, JB, believe them. The Broncos, Sean Payton, the whole organization has shown their true colors to Russell Wilson. After having a, an actually pretty solid year, especially in comparison to the rest of the quarterbacks this year, who we all know has been a down year, Russell has been probably a top 10 quarterback. And you get you, you bench him. I get it for money purposes and business. I get all that. But you did that because you're saying this is not our future. And we don't want to. We don't want to waste money on you getting hurt because we know after we know after this year we're moving on from you. Once you tell me that, it's a wrap. You know something Marcellus would always say uh, in terms of like in, in NFL and football. While he's like, once you once you start to say the word retire, you start to think about retirement. You're you're, you're done. Your career is over. Like when, once you start to really consider that, it's over. Your mindset's different. You're thinking about life life after football. You're not going to be the same guy. It's a wrap. So say, the correlated to this is like once you tell me you're done with me. It's a wrap. I can't. I can't go back and like feel good about the locker room. Feel good about the coaching staff. I can't trust you. I can't. Nothing you tell me is going to really stay in my brain because you've already showed me who you can be and how you think about me. So uh, this is crazy to me. 
if they're really trying to keep him, if I'm rest, I'm no, I'm not playing. I'm not playing here. You have no, I'm it is what it is. I'm gone. So I don't know if he can get out either, though. It's, it's gonna, I think it's a contract negotiation. You say his back hurt and chill. He's getting paid 2024 anyway. So <laughs> but he can't afford to sit out a year. He's not 25. They owe him in 2024 anyway, so he can he can he can literally afford it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, though, as far as playing again, he's not that young. See, that's you're the reason why these motherfuckers sit out, though. It's your generation. I, I you just proved it. Yeah, Let's move no, on. He should sit uh, out. They might have played for no organization who, who didn't. Come on, bro. You, you I can't crazy. So you refuse to play football because of the organization. You you think that your job has to be pitcher perfect, pristine? No, nope, not perfect. You're not about to disrespect me. Owner has to like me. Smitty has to be loved uh, in the workplace. <laughs> I'm not going to Fox today, and and the higher ups are disrespecting me when I come into the. Hey, Darnell, we we gonna sit you out and and, and let the intern do your do your job this week. You would if they paid you that paper. She, she, I bet she, you would if they paid you that paper. She, 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 you better you must not know me for, for fully then, JB. I stand on business, and I'm not. I'm not. You're not gonna disrespect me on, on my job. I'm, Here's I'm a million dollars, Smitty. Here's a million dollars a year. Why wow, that don't make sense? You're throwing out an unrealistic situation. Yeah, I'm gonna give sense. This dude's making two hundred million. JB, next. No, no. it's a wrap. Okay. I'm uh, gone. Steelers rule out TJ Watts. Smitty Rudolph remains QB one. Smitty, what did you think? I said that Rudolph is going to be the quarterback. I don't care what they said. There's no way. I don't get how Kenny Pickett's going to come back next year, especially if Rudolph wins a playoff game. But TJ's the big loss here. I don't know how they contain Allen in the pocket. I think he's a guy that gets turnovers, sacks, etc. Um, I love Tomlin. I think he's going to do some things, pull a cat out the bag here. But uh, I don't know if they got enough with a team that's as hot as the Bills are uh, in Buffalo. Um, it's over yeah. now. Somebody. Yeah, it's a wrap. Dr. Jesse Moore said yesterday that he he, he gave him a twenty percent chance or something. It's 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 he's ruled out. Um, it's over. It's, it's not over. like Tom Brady. Not like Tom Brady's the quarterback. It's it's Mason Rudolph who's going to be in his what I believe it's, it's going to be his first action in the playoffs. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I don't I, know, but it, for I, me, I would, I would say it's his first action as a starter. Yeah, for me, it's not about Mason Rudolph. I don't even care about that. To me, like it's, it's specifically is TJ Watt. He's a game changer, a game wrecker. I think he's good enough to literally win a game. That's how great he is. I can see him getting two two strip sacks, dropping back in the flats, getting the pick. I can see TJ having those big big moments of really changing the game. You know what I'm saying? And not having him, not having your best player on the field, and you're already you know an underdog anyway. Um, going to Buffalo, Bills Mafia, it's a wrap. There's no way, there's no way they're winning that game. Now, again, I respect Thomas so much as a leader, as a man. I know he, I know he can rally the troops and bring out the best of every everyone else. But they still got some some cats on that line who can make some plays. But it's, I don't care how great your speech is, your scheme, you can't replace T.J. Watt. It's impossible to replace him. And there's no way in hell. The Steelers will beat the Bills this weekend. Please save this clip or remember the time that I said this because if it happens, I want you guys to call me out. And I'll What up, what up, what up? It's the real Coach JB for the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty. Prize Picks is here to announce. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season 
or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with pro basketball, pro hockey, and college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. Please make sure you follow along on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and download the app today and use code COACHJB for a first deposit match up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Peace. Be happily, I'll happily come on here and blag I was wrong because I like my time. Yeah, you, you, know. you went hard on Gene yesterday on that grant about CP2. I, I, <laughs> he was talking crazy yesterday. Y'all had me heated. I looked back, I said, I, I did not realize I was cussing so much. I said, Jamie's Jamie bring out the worst in me. I got, I'm, I'm turning more into to, to Jason Brown. I'm over. I, I said, F this, F that. And I was like, I, I didn't even know I did that. I was in that space. Cause y'all was going crazy. Y'all was really just disrespecting Chris Paul. And like, I, I grew up just really watching the game of basketball. We got a lot of football fans in here. Y'all, I'm not saying y'all don't watch it, but y'all, that's not like y'all. Don't, I'm from Indiana. Like we basketball is us. That's what we do. So I know the game at a deeper level than most of y'all in this chat. So like, for y'all to, to disrespect Chris Paul just sounds crazy to me. It, yeah, and let me know y'all. Y'all don't know basketball for real. No, but but again you're one-sided on this thing you're sitting there talking about who you've seen and it's not disrespect when it's the truth can we bring some nba guys on here again like football season about the end let's bring some nba guys and let's ask them and i get and i guarantee i've had multiple nba guys on here and not one of them believes cp2 is better than gary payton okay cool let's let's bring some young (laughs) let's bring some current players on let's bring some old players let's mix the age up let's not just bring all the guys who were born in 75 let's bring let's mix it up What's going on, Big Matt? The glove, the glove is ten times the player than fucking Chris Paul is. Give me a break. I love it, old heads. I love it. I love we don't it. I love it. All those Matt, we can't talk. Y'all about don't. It. Y'all don't respectfully. And We're it's okay. too it's fat, okay. old white. Y'all don't. Y'all don't hoop in basketball. Y'all don't hoop in Colorado for real. They don't really be hooping we in Colorado. Seen generations play. We haven't seen three generations. We only saw one, but yet we're gonna tell the other guy who saw all three that they he be. don't know. Yeah, you we, a football we head. We don't play basketball. No, I'm a sports head. Thank you. Don't see, no, 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 no. You all day. L- listen to what Matt just said. You want to break down? Let, let me know, homie. Please, Please do. We can do a full basketball show. I grew up with like that's that's my first love, baby. That's, that's my first basketball, my first love player. As I'm, I'm, I'm from Indiana. Are you crazy? You want to talk about break it up? Talk about it. I'm talking about this all day long with you. Anytime you want to talk about tomorrow, tomorrow the basketball show, y'all. I'm a sports head. I can talk baseball, basketball, golf, tennis. You name it. You can't do no. You can't do no three-hour baseball show. I, if I had to, I can. I go get all the Dominican homies and, and a bunch of homies and bring them on, and we'll talk about fucking everything. I got. I got the gift of gab. I can. I, I, I can sell water to a shark, to a whale, right? Not talk about anything. All right, Matt. Appreciate you jumping on the Work Boot Wednesday. I got Brass- to same faces, different places is the Ooh. thumbnail. Vrabel got fired yesterday in shocking uh, fashion. In my uh, I think it's shocking to me, but maybe not to you. Um, Smitty and I both kind of agree that it was. Uh, I guess before we even mention where he goes, 
it all depends on Bill Belichick and the Patriots, does it not? Uh, it does. I think that's the domino that needs to fall. I mean, and I don't, I don't know if it's going to. I, I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know if New England's going to hold everyone hostage um, by waiting. But if you're in the NFL, you can't wait. And I, I have been adamant in saying that I don't think Bill's going anywhere, and I don't think he is. I think he will relinquish general manager responsibilities and like let them you know, tinker with the staff a little bit and maybe bring in somebody on the offensive side that's not Bill O'Brien and, you know, just maybe get him to stop recycling all of his, his assistants. But I don't think he's leaving or if he, it would have been done already. You do that with a sword. And you don't do it, you know, you don't like play around and poison him and watch him die for three weeks. Just get it over with. So I, that's the way I think. But if, if he does get the ax in New England, you fucking ain't doing what you go hire Mike Vrabel. This is the dumbest thing Tennessee could have done. Mike Vrabel's not the problem in Tennessee. <clears throat> they, he's not the general manager that traded AJ Brown. He's not the, you know, he's, I mean, let's be real. Mike Vrabel has that team always competitive. They're always ready to play. They may not be the healthiest squad. I mean, if I remember correctly, they had more guys on IR last year than anybody in history, or maybe that was this year, one of the two. And then this year, again, they were hammered by injuries again. So I think they'll, you know, I don't know if Tennessee will come back to regret this, but like hiring or firing Mike Vrabel, if I'm Ohio State or New England, that is the first guy I'm going to hire if Ryan Day or, or Belichick go. And honestly, if I'm Ohio State, Mike Vrabel just hit the fucking, the, the, the wire. Like he's available. He, I mean, if you want to try and replicate what Michigan just did with an ex-player that really cares and, like, a guy who is going to give you some fire and some passion that isn't just a, you know, a, a good offensive mind. I mean, I, I'm not saying fire Ryan Day because I, I don't believe. 11-1? 11-1? Yeah, I mean, look, again, I know that I know that you don't really respect the old school, but John Cooper in 92 got – was – three straight years of 11, 12 wins or 11 wins, at least 10, 11 wins and lost to Michigan three years in a row and got fucking canned. So Matt, Frank Solich is a hell of a buddy friend of mine. Great coach. Won 11 in Nebraska. Yeah, bro. Like I remember we, we played them in 01. They, we hammered the fuck out of them. They played for the national title. Miami killed them. The next year they won 10 games. The year after that, they won 10 games. And two, in 2003, we played them in Folsom, and they beat us, and they won their 10th game, They play, and they didn't play for the Big 12 title. Kansas State did, and they fired him the next day. Like, mm. holy That's shit. Bro. Like, it's just the standard is high. Right. Um, that was a bad move by Nebraska. They tanked after that. They went and hired Bill Callahan. It was not a good fit. I, I'm just saying, like, n- not to take you off, off, off you track go. here, but if I'm Ohio State, I'm having that conversation today behind closed doors. Like, okay, um, Mike Vrabel's that that's a splash hire that has NFL experience, that's an Ohio State guy that won here, that has multiple Super Bowls and is a huge name. And if you want to make if you want to make Ohio State really relevant and make that, that fucking uh rivalry even more interesting. Go fire Ryan Day and hire Mike Vrabel today and see what happens in Buckeye land. That's just my opinion. That's what I'd be doing. If I was at Ohio State, I would say, Ryan, 
Thank you very much. I appreciate everything you've done, but we need to figure out a way to beat Michigan, and this guy knows how to do it. Braves, sorry you got fired. You got screwed. Here's $9 million a year to come come coach the Ohio State Buckeyes. Let's see if you can turn this into a mean-ass mean team instead of you know, the fluff team that we see get hammered by by the, the machine that is Michigan right now. Jeez. Yeah. Cut, that, cut that off, y'all. Cut that clip, y'all, please. Thank you. The only argument I would have um, is that he hasn't recruited. He hasn't gone in that home. He hasn't dealt with this this crazy he's landscape. He would be a great recruiter. I just naturally don't. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the OC. I don't think he'll have a problem recruiting at all. The only issue I have is like the hardball comparison is the difference. The difference is like when you're a quarterback guy and, and, a, and an offensive guy, it's a totally different convey. You convey differently to parents, recruits, and buy-in boosters, etc. Offensive guys sell tickets, as you know. Quarterback, ex NFL guy, hardball legend, Vrabel, you know, gritty, nasty linebacker. I, I just don't know if it's the same. Yeah, yeah I mean, the Ohio, yeah. State, Ohio State's been getting sexy recruits and the top guys and throwing the ball over the yard, and now they're soft and fragile and can't beat the big boy. And they need toughness. They need – I agree. Dude, so I, I, I think that – I'm not saying that's going to happen. It probably won't. But I'm telling you, you want to make a fucking splash. A headline. <laughs> you want to make a splash. You want to you get people talking in college football, bro. That that would be a monumental hire and a monumental move, and you know, firing somebody like Ryan, he would hit the he would hit the wire as the hottest coach available as well. So, you know, maybe just switch it out. Day can go coach the Titans, and Brable can go coach yeah. Ohio State. And especially if we're all assuming that like Harbaugh leaves Michigan anyway, now I just like you bring in Brable at Ohio State, like you're on the path of kind of taking your crown back, so to speak. You know what you, I'm saying? You guys actually think that Jim's gonna leave? Yeah, I do. I I I I just be. I'm hearing rumors about next year. There still might be some uh, uh, allegations might continue. He might get suspended for a few games. I just like why deal with all that BS? It's like when when I can when I've I've already done my goal. Like undefeated season never happened in in Michigan. I think history. I, I believe going 15 and 0, win the Natty, and 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 that. I mean, move on. Like you like you you've done it. You reached the highest highs. I just think now go back to, to the NFL. And finish what you started. You got to the Super Bowl. You got to that level. Lost to your brother. Try to go there, get you a Super Bowl, and now your legacy is like it's different. It's the next level. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, I, he could he could do either, but I I would prefer him to stay at Michigan. But that's just me. I I could see him saying, you know, I'm the next Saban, and I'm going to be the next powerhouse program. I could see him doing that as well. But at the same time, if it weren't. Okay. The NCAA and, and and these guys weren't coming after him like they were. I think he would probably say, you know what, I'm going to be the next Saban in Alabama, and I could see that easily. But I think because of the NCAA, the non-carrying nationals of America, I believe he wants to get out of there and faster than later. And I think that is the reason why. And I think he wants to chase that. You know, he wants he he can't replicate the, him playing his brother in a Super Bowl. I think he wants to do that again of some sort. And, and I. I don't know. I think he's an NFL guy when it comes down to it, even though he's had great college success, but he also had a hell of a record for the Niners and took him to a Super Bowl very quickly. So he can do both, which is very rare. That whole, that whole family, probably the, the best coaching family, uh, you know, in, in the country uh, ever. So 
Yeah, that's uh, they're, they're ridiculous from their old we'll man to, to both the brothers. So, and then look, even if he does move on, Michigan doesn't have to look far because Sharon Moore is their next head coach. I mean, let's be real. The offensive coordinator, the guy who stepped in for all six games, who is an unbelievable offensive line coach in OC and really loves his guys, and they love him. I mean, he he's he, he, he loves his guys. He, he saw the emotions. Is, yeah. Like I, I I love Coach Moore. He's the man. And uh, you know, I, I think that he's definitely the next head coach at at uh at Michigan if if Jim does move on. And then you know, as since we're on the Michigan topic, I'm gonna have uh, their starting center, Drake Nugent, who what I guess was their starting center, who's now going to the NFL. <laughs> yeah, uh, he'll be on on uh on Friday morning on my show on zero to sixty at ten a.m. to talk about just the whole season and the natty and winning it and yada yada yada. So that'll be that's fire. Cool. Um, so real it. quick, let's play a game. Same faces, different places. So let's just I'm gonna give you the team and you tell me who should be there. Las Vegas Raiders. Vrabel. Over AP. Oh, no, 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 no. If 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 it's open, because it's not open. You're I, look, if it's closed, and I think Antonio Pierce should be the head coach in, in Oakland or in, in Vegas. And I plead I'm just I'm begging the Raiders not to screw this up again. I mean, they already did this once. You you had a team that went to the playoffs and was a bad call away from beating a team that went to the Super Bowl that year. And then you got rid of the coach and like you went and hired a total fuckboy in Josh McDaniels who just can't do it. And it, I think it derailed your franchise and you started getting rid of guys and yada, yada, yada. Now I, I'd love to see just, you know, if Antonio Pierce isn't going to be the guy, Vrabel's going to be my answer for 90% of these because he's, I cannot believe what Tennessee, I can't believe it. Like how, how short-sighted are you guys to fire that guy? Like, how stupid are you? Two years ago, he was the coach of the year. Um, Ridiculous. All right, Patriots. Assuming it's open again, um, I think the Patriots might want to go young, bro. I think the Patriots might want to go hire somebody that's totally outside the the, the chain of Belichick. I, I love Gerard Mayo. I think he's a hell of a player and coach, but He's only played for Bill and only coached for Bill. So he's going to coach like Bill and play like Bill wants him to. Right. Um, it's just the way it is. I mean, it, it's that I played for nothing but Belichick coaches. I played for, well, Herm, who was not a Belichick coach. And then I played for, for McDaniels. I played for Tony Sperano. And then I played for uh, for the man genius, Eric Mangini in, in New York. And all of them tried to run things exactly like Bill did. And it just didn't have the same zip because they're not Belichick. So, right. I, I mean, I don't know the name. What about Ben Johnson, uh, the Lions offensive coordinator, I believe? Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for, though. Yeah. Like, I hear he's the leading candidate in Washington right now. Mm, okay. And, and look, so maybe maybe EB. I mean, go outside the box, New England, Ooh. or go hire Eric enemy. Like, I, I really hope that EB doesn't get overlooked in all this, which he will, of course. But, you know, he's – I don't know how he, he – he was a great head coaching candidate years ago, and now all of a sudden he's not. I uh, – I, it's funny to me how this whole political mess works. I mean, Coach, you know more than anybody how political all this is, but it's – the Ben Johnson, that sounds like a good a good move. I, I like the uh, – who was – who's the OC in, uh, in Buffalo right now? They replaced uh, Ken Dorsey. They got rid of uh, – they got rid Joe of Joe Brady. Uh, Joe Brady. 
Joe Brady. That uh, that I I'm not saying he's a head coach, but he's the kind of like offensive mind I think they yeah. can bring in and try and you know get them out of the 13 points a game gutter that they're in. So right. I mean, it, it, whatever New England does, they've got to think outside the box. If they retain Bill, you've got to go find a. a, a a more modern view of the world from an offensive perspective. And like, I think what really set this all off was when he made Matt Patricia, the OC, like when you make that move, that's, that's a fireable offense. And if he wasn't Bill Belichick, he probably would have gotten axed over that. Um, I'm hearing, I'm hearing the, the, the Joe John, what's his name? Uh, Joe Brady. No, Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, I hear he's the leading candidate for the commander's job, which puts out Eric Bieniemy. Let's just be yeah. honest. You're not going to hire an offensive guy and keep Bieniemy, so he's gone. Kellen Moore is out there who's going to get some consideration by somebody, uh, I'm sure. But the Chargers were so bad. The offense wasn't even that good when they had all their guys. I feel like Kellen Moore took a step back from him, you know, well, taking really, that If you really think about it, Kellen Moore, I'm not going to say he got the head coach fired, the weirdo Staley. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if you look at Dallas this year, without Kellen Moore, Dax had his best season under McCarthy, who's won a Super Bowl. Maybe McCarthy knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> right. Um, exactly. All right, Big Smith, uh, Big Matt, Broncos. Uh, transition into Denver right there in your backyard. Denver now says they're leaving the door open for Russell Wilson's return. That's what right, the fuck right. is going on? Can you break this whole thing down? Is this a, is this a eating crow? Is this ownership telling Sean Payton you're stuck with this guy because we can't figure a way to finagle our way out of this contract? Or is this a Sean Payton saying, holy fuck, the quarterbacks are horrible and I'm probably better off with this guy? So we're definitely going to talk about this, all three of us on my show today too. You guys are going to come on. We're done. I can't wait to talk about it. But look. This is a I, – I don't know. I don't know what's going on, bro. Like, I, <laughs> I love I'm, it. <laughs> I'm sitting back like, wait a second. What? Like, you, you just – you were in playoff contention and you lost to New England on New, on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then you had the chance to be have a winning season for the first time since 2016. And you bench the quarterback for football reasons. Then we come to find out that it's strictly because you don't want to pay him, but you're already on the hook to pay him. They don't want to pay his injury guarantee, so that's the, what they use as a reason. 2025, yeah. Which I, I'm okay with, I guess, but why would you, as a player, why would you ever give them back that? Like, you gave me that. I'm not giving you it back. No way I'm going to just sit here and amend my contract. And then Russell doesn't have to do anything. He, he's the golden goose either way. If you let him go, he gets to go sign with a contending team potentially for nothing because Denver's paying salary. So you're paying the salary of somebody else who gets to play with Russell. And maybe he learns a lot from this shit sandwich he had to eat in two years in Denver and goes somewhere and plays differently, acts differently, you know, and, and helps another team out there that's a quarterback away achieve. Met like imagine how good Russell Wilson would look in Pittsburgh. Steeler black and yellow. Man, you think that Mike Tomlin and they could figure out like fire find an OC that can figure out a way. But I'm what I'm saying is look at his numbers. He does miss a lot of opportunities. He does in Sean Payton's system, he does miss a lot of throws. 
But in Pittsburgh's system, where he's not asked to really do a whole lot, maybe that's a great fit. This is what I'm talking about. So if you yeah. fit somewhere differently, you're paying his salary here in Denver. That he wins either way. So now it's come out that like they're not sure if they want to get rid of him because they're looking at the dead cap and going, "What we're just going to ride with Jared Stenham? We're going to we're going to we're going to draft a young quarterback." And then ride with Jared Stenham and like, we really want him to be the bridge and we're trying to compete, but we're also trying to rebuild. Like Denver's stuck in this bizarre world where they don't know who they are. They they don't know if they're trying to rebuild. They don't know if they're trying to reload. They don't know if they want to keep their quarterback. Sean Payton doesn't like anybody. I mean, he doesn't think anybody can play. So he's trying to replace everyone essentially. And you can't do it like that. They either need to strip this to brass tacks and just accept the fact that they're going to have to eat a lot of shit, right. or you need to figure out how to get your twenty or your hundred million dollar coach because he signed a five year twenty million dollar deal each year, your hundred million dollar coach to work with your two hundred fifty million dollar quarterback and fix this. So I prefer that to happen because I, you know, I, I think that they could figure this out if they were acting like professionals. But this whole like. Let's just cut him to get rid of him. Yeah, okay, cut him. But if you're going to do that, then just fucking do it. Just say, look, we're going to be releasing him and, and get it over with and understand that you're going to eat all this money and you're going to have to draft somebody and you're going to struggle as you build around him. I mean, I, I don't understand the rationale. I don't understand the game planning, like the the inability to compromise on either side, but also the inability to like negotiate it doesn't seem like there's any negotiating going on either and all of that only helps three he's just sitting there going well i'm getting paid either way <laughs> right. when nothing when nothing is happening the best thing to do is nothing when you don't know what's going to yeah. happen just sit back and let the cards fall and see where these chips are going to land when everybody starts throwing out stuff like there's there's been a leak in at at uc health where the broncos train for years like there's somebody in the media department that leaks information constantly and russell's team and his people are, are always doing that shit they're always leaking stuff so this is turning into like the leak war which side wants to expose information on the other side to make them look better but the problem is they don't understand that they're all on the same fucking side so if we start actually acting like we're on the same side here in denver Maybe we can fix this problem. But if it's going to be the Broncos against Russell Wilson and then you're at, as you go against him while you're asking him to take you on a playoff run, but you want him to give you back $100 million, it doesn't make any sense, dog. Like, the Broncos are operating like somehow Russell owes them the money. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it's 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 really it's really odd and i you know on top of like the uniforms that they said that they're going to parade out in denver yesterday it, yesterday was one of the most confusing days i've ever seen in, in Bronco land i mean the uniforms that they're parading out we're going to talk about that at 10 o'clock too it is if they rock those uniforms i'm out i can't watch this sport this anymore dog it's so terrible hey segwaying to the Steelers. um TJ Watt ruled out. Mason Rudolph ruled as QB1, first playoff start. Um, TJ Watt is more, in, in, you know, 
obviously important in this team uh, by trying to go against Josh Allen in this game and trying to contain his ass, possibly getting a few sacks, causing a turnover you would think would come from T.J. Watt, if anybody. Mike Tomlin's not to be, uh, you know, balked at. He's going to come up with a scheme. I think his players are going to play hard. I think the Steelers are going to perform and be in this game. I just think the Bills are just on a hot streak right now. Um, it's going to be hard bet against the Bills at home at Orchard Park. Uh, against a Mason Rudolph-led Steeler team. But what's your take on that loss to him? Is that the biggest, like, dagger the Steelers could possibly have asked for? Yeah, you can't ask for a worse situation than losing Watt. But, you know, I caught a little bit of what Schmitty was saying, and I, I'm tempted to agree with him a little bit here that I think this is, like, the perfect opportunity for Pittsburgh to go in there. And what they do – Buffalo struggles with. It's like when we were talking about the national title game. Like, right. yeah, Penix is awesome, and they've got dudes everywhere, and they can throw the ball over the yard, and they're explosive, but they really struggle when you line up and just bludgeon them. Well, Buffalo's run defense. Ed Oliver's awesome. He can rush the passer. He's got nine sacks as a three technique, but he is not playing his key in the B-gap every play the way he should. Jordan Phillips is a nose tackle who wants to rush the passer, not necessarily play the run. I mean, Von Miller's a healthy stretch, for God's sakes. I mean, he's not even playing. Right. And I don't know if that's because of what's going on off the field, which I'm not going to get into, and I hope he's. I hope he can figure that out. But, you know, Floyd is a pass rusher. They Milano's out, and he has been. Yeah. They are good on defense. They're opportunistic. But in between the 20s, you can beat the shit out of Buffalo on the ground. And Pittsburgh's figured out – with the loss of Pickett, trying to figure out if Trubiscuits can play, which we all know he can't. Going to Mason Rudolph, old soft, old soft forehead Mason. And <laughs> and, and then it turns into, okay, let's hammer the walk, rock with Najee. And then there, the changeup with, what is it, Watson? The little the little uh, shifty running back kid, Watson. I think so, yeah, yeah. Him, him and James Cook, yeah. It's quicker than a hiccup, so – that he's a he's a changeup that they haven't had there in a long time, so I, I think Pittsburgh could go in there and pull an upset. But man, losing Watt just he's so special, and he's so just his his fucking intangibles are through the roof, and his instincts are through the roof, and he gets everybody else going. I think he might be able to rally around the fact that he's not there and get people to play at a high level, but. I'd like to think Pittsburgh could win, but it's going to take a lot for me to pick them too. I, I'm not going to make picks today. I got to think about this a little bit more. But it, look, Mike Tomlin is is that dude. He's a G of a coach. He's never going to get fired in Pittsburgh. He will walk away when he wants. And I, I think that the last couple of years has kind of opened the door for Tomlin to think about things a little bit differently, the way Billichek's going to need to. So, we'll we'll see, man. That's going to be a hell of a football game. Yeah. Uh Show a little film real quick, uh, Bailey. This is Buffalo, Miami, obviously. Um, well, is this the playoff game from last year? No, this is this year. This uh, is the opener. Yeah, in Buffalo, I got my, I got Sunday's game too. Um, but what do you expect to, uh, Pittsburgh to do against Allen and Cook, who's hot right now? The offense is suddenly changed. With Joe Brady calling it, they're more leaning on the run game and Cook. Uh, a lot of split flow action, motion across, run split flow, keep the tight end home, uh, float the tight end in different 11 personnel packages. 
I, I like what they're doing with Brady. I think Cook is taking a huge load off of Allen. But at the end of the day, Matt, we're still going to lean on Allen to win the game, uh, not Cook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What can Pittsburgh do, I guess, to combat this? Turnovers, bro. And yeah. that's that's the turnovers and third down pressure. And then not only third down pressure, but no mistakes in the secondary because we are missing T.J. Watt. So that this is with Watt, I would probably blitz more. Without Watt, I would rush four and sink seven and make him play to the sticks. Um, look, I love jo I love Josh Allen. I'm not going to lie. I, I love how sporadic he is. I feel like I'm watching John Elway again when he was in his youth. Um, just kind of out there playing ball and throwing it all over the fucking yard and he makes mistakes and he's just like, ah, fuck it, runs over and takes a drink and gets back on the field and does the same shit. Uh, I, I want I want Buffalo to win a title eventually because it's just been such a downtrodden franchise. Uh, but, you know, look, if the Bills figure out how to best support through the run game, like if I know you just said, here, stop right there. Now, look, this is the difference between Miami and Pittsburgh is Miami was out there with a two-eye and a three technique. Pittsburgh's out here in a fucking odd front with the exception of Watt. If you look at this, that's 4-I, 0-4-I, Sam Stack, Mike Will, the safeties in the boxes, a force player on the strong side with 39. Fitzpatrick, yeah. And then motherfucking Watts over here. And Do what you want. <laughs> like, wait, that's, it ain't really supposed to line up like this. This is odd except for Watt. So yeah. This is like I, this is a, hey, everybody else, you're playing two-gap odd defense and trying to hold up the run and shit. But what you are just in the go destroy everyone land. Now, <laughs> if they've been practicing this all year and, and working it, and he's got 19 sacks and now he's hurt, which god damn it, it it I don't know if you can line up and do this kind of shit. I don't know. Like it just it it takes away from the ability to do things like this. So I'm interested to see what Pittsburgh does. I hate the fact that Watt's not playing. What is it? An ace did he did is it an ACL? Yeah, sprain, high sprain. Dr. Jesse Morse said he, you know, yesterday he'd have a 20% chance of playing. Obviously, he's been so is it MCL or ACL? MCL um, high three levels, three levels. Oh, yeah, MCL. I, I've done that before and I tried to play, and it was it did not work. Like it just like I don't know how Jack Youngblood played with a broken leg, and I don't know how Philip Rivers played with no ACL. And like I don't know yeah. how those guys did that shit. I think I know it's called morphine, but yeah, it's it's literally impossible. It's like, I, dude, I don't get it. Like, I'm I consider myself a pretty tough dude, but there are times when I'm like, how the fuck did this guy play with that? I I got a hangnail today, and I what up, what up, what up? It's real Coach AB for the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Prize Picks is here to announce football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight. For playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. You can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with pro basketball, pro hockey, and college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. 
Please make sure you follow along on the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty and download the app today and use code COACHJB for a first deposit match up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Peace. But I stubbed my toes today. I was crying. Pittsburgh goes back to this, and they end up with a three technique and a two-eye. So they're multiple fronts. You know, Buffalo has Buffalo struggled trying to figure out their identity early in the year. I think Stephon Diggs can see the writing on the wall that he's going to be out of there this year. They'll try try and find a play, place to either take him a, a reduction in pay or, or move him. His numbers have dropped because Josh Allen knows that he's got to just run. Now, I guess my question back to you guys is. Can Josh Allen turn into a run-first quarterback that can also lace it and Buffalo win? Because he's always been throw-first, and then he can run off of it. I feel like when he's like in the quarterback run game, he's even more effective than like Lamar is. Half like, don't get me wrong, Lamar Jackson's a way better athlete, but for as big as Josh Allen is. He's a different tackle. He's yeah. Different. That's my point. Like he's forward every time. <laughs> can you imagine if Josh Allen gets like twenty-five carries in a game, and like you just line up and with multiple tight ends and a big back, and just start hammering people vertically? That's eleven on eleven football. Most offenses don't play eleven on eleven in the NFL. So Buffalo's got some advantages. The key is will they take advantage of them to put themselves in position to go out here and win a football game? Hey, we got you for uh, 10 more minutes. Let me let me let's dive into this real quick. Number one thing, uh, transition to college, transition over to college. This kid, um, Maya Villa, he flipped uh to USC. Uh <laughs> so he goes on a rant and says, I'm going to Georgia. And he was at UNLV. I'm gonna go to Georgia. Uh, bottom line, I don't even want to tell the story. These cats change their mind like we change fucking draws. I, yep. He went from Georgia to USC in a span of 24 hours after making a TikTok video on how Georgia's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Well, no, they're not, because 24 hours later, you're at SC. So what in the fuck do you do? How do you coach and build a program um, in this day and age? And this is something that moving into the offseason on zero to 60, we're going to talk about a lot with you guys. Obviously, we're going to talk about it today. But I'm going to reach into my Rolodex here over the offseason and just start interviewing coaches. I'm going to start interviewing Coach Walters and Beaton Bond, everybody, anybody that will come on and talk because every single one of them, and everyone's heard Coach JB talk about this, and he's 100% right. They all hate this. They like they hate it so much that they don't want to coach anymore. Like this is it's ruining it for them. The 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 inability to build a team now is staggering, and it's like it's like the NCAA was like, oh well, you don't like us, well fuck it then. We're gonna give you the illusion of choice, and you're gonna run with that and destroy yourself, and we're just gonna sit back and laugh. They know this shit isn't right. The coaches all know it's right. They're just all playing the game that, that's in front of them. So I think this is ridiculous, man. The fact that you have to, like, recruit a kid, sign him, and then start recruiting him again, it's, it's fucking played out. It's played can out. We stop using, can we stop using the word? Name, yeah. Like, 
I, I don't think we're giving these kids a fair we're not giving them the fair uh, the, the truth. We're not telling them the truth enough. We're allowing them to think commitment means choice. Like we need to start using the word choice. It, I made a choice that I'm gonna change the, my choice tomorrow. <laughs> Stop using commitment. Bro, it's it's crazy. It's crazy how look again, Schmitty, I understand you're younger than the two of us, and maybe this won't resonate with you, but I, I don't know. I only wanted to play at one place. I grew up in a, in a different time, obviously, but I, and like every game wasn't on TV and shit, but still, I grew up, Boulder's right down the street. It's the only place I ever wanted to play. You know, there's history there, there's embedded rivalries, there's family involved with those rivalries. It's my hometown team. I had, you know, my top five off, all well, my top five trips and offers were. Colorado and Michigan, Miami, Tennessee, and Washington. I didn't even take my other four trips. I just committed to see you when I was a sophomore in high school. New Heisel brought me up and said, hey, we're offering you. And I said, stamp it, brother. I'm in. Now, I there's not every kid that I work with that I sit down with them and their parents and go, okay, where do you want to play? They can't. They don't have dream schools anymore. They None of them give a shit. They're like anywhere. They're like anywhere. They're like, yeah, I'll play at Colorado, Colorado State, or Nebraska, or Oklahoma. And I'm like, all four of those teams fucking hate each other on just a resident level, bro. That's like saying you want to play Florida and Florida State, or I want to play at Tennessee or Alabama. I'd be like, no, they that's not the way this works. Right. But that is the way this works. One, one big offensive lineman I worked with last year who played at Stanford for four years, transferred to Cal. What? Like, and went and played at Cal and started every game for him last year and had a great year, like high five. But this is what it is. The grad, I've said this before, if you're a graduate transfer, you should be able to do whatever you want. That's a different different story. But if you're not a graduate transfer, it needs to stop being commitment and it needs to be stop being recruited. Then we need to start talking about business and you need to start talking about contracts. Like if mm. I'm if I'm a if I'm a college football coach or an AD or something, and there's no rules, well, here's my rule. If you commit to this school, you're signing a personal contract. Period. Yeah, and I don't know if you can do that shit, but goddamn it, there's got to be some kind of regulation here because this is getting, for even from a guy who's on the outside looking in that deals with this every day and is trying to help place players, it's making me hate hate the process. Like it, it's not it now. It's about selling players. In the past, it was about evaluating players. I don't want to sell these kids. I can't. They're in high school and they're early college age. Like. They don't understand that they have to go through adversity. They don't understand that they are not the first ones that, that to play football. Like they don't understand that they didn't invent the pass rush. The parents don't understand that like they're not as good as they think they are. Like it's it's amazing to me that the lack of humility, but at the same time, they're they're not humble, but they don't know history. So like if you if you knew the history of the game and you want to be a cocky fuck. At least you know what you're talking about. And I can sit there and try to have an argument with you. But when you're a cocky fuck and then I say to you, like, all right, young man, you play left tackle and, you know, you want to, you, you've been at one school for one year and you already want to transfer and that's great. And let me ask you something. You want to transfer to, say, University of Colorado, okay? And Phil Lohos, their new offensive line coach. You know who Phil is? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, tell me about Phil. Uh, 
Yeah, well, I know that he played tackle, but well, yeah, that's a good good call. Uh he did play tackle. Do you know anything about the, the, the dude? Oh no, I just I just kind of agreed with you. Like, oh well, there you go. So you don't know shit about the guy you're gonna go play for. And this happens constantly. Like we had a kid that got off of Texas, and I was like, Do you know anything about the head the coaching staff? You know anything about Sharkeesian? He's like, Well, I, I know that he was a coach at SC. And I'm like, Yeah, but when you talk to him man to man, do you know he played quarterback at BYU and like how much he loves the game and he's immersed in it. And that's driving block. Like Played for the Raiders. Coach the Raiders. Like it's, right. it's bigger than just the kid getting recruited. And we've made this all about the recruits rather than the, 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 the process. Like I, it's just, it's amazing to me. Like this entire monstrosity that we've created that the NCAA is just threw in and everyone was like, run with it. I'm telling you, if this does not get figured out soon, it's going to be the reason that college football fucking <laughs> because it's getting to the point where coaches don't want to coach anymore. The recruiting is all about money, which I don't know if you can really evaluate somebody based on just their dollars. Like it, 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 it eliminates some kids from getting even recruited that maybe are going to grow into unbelievably good players if they're just developed. And then it, right. it overvalues guys who are just getting, how many times have we talked about this kid got offered and then the next day, 10 other schools got involved and offered him. Well, those other 10 didn't really recruit him and didn't evaluate him, but the one did, but the other 10 might be shinier. So he's attracted to the shine because he's, he's like a fish in the water with a lure. So it, it's no more, it's not about substance anymore. It's about like, how much can you give me? Well, how much can you earn? And look, my mindset on this has changed so much. It's drastic. It's like a 180 degree turn from last year at this time. And even the year before, because I'm now I've watched what it is, what has happened. Grad transfers, move at your move at your leisure. Congratulations. You got a degree. You obviously gave the other school. It's time. They got everything they could out of you. So did you. High five. If you're not a grad transfer, you need to man up and honor the commitment you made. And they need to make it so if you transfer, you have to sit for a year again. And that will eliminate all the shit because nobody wants to sit out. Here's the issue I have. With, this is the one thing. When you're a JUCO kid, you're in your own you're on your own island and we got you know 28 percent nfl juco products from aaron Rodgers to cam newton to chad johnson to steve smith uh jeremiah we can go on and on but nowadays the juco kid when a sark recruits them you should know hey sark you played at el camino junior college you're a cali juco kid uh very, uh, you know, I, I, I would love to play for another Juco guy that, that knows the grind. These kids are like, oh, Sark, you played Juco? These are Juco kids. Like, you don't know. There's no investment in the in the product no more. They don't care about the, the who played before them. These cats don't even know who Barry Sanders is, dog. It, it's fucking crazy. Uh, I got a couple minutes with you. I got to break this down. There were guys the other day that couldn't tell me who Derek Thomas was. Of course. Like his jersey uh, hangs in the gym, and I'm like, who's 58? They're like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, and you want to play? Uh, you want to get fresh? I had a big time <laughs> running back out of South Carolina. He did not know who Eric Dickerson was. So I, I left it at that. I said, uh, you're not, I'm not recruiting you. All right. So look, best fit for two guys, real quick. And then I want to give, I want to do a top five Super Bowl favorite list with you before you get out of here, real quick. Uh, Smitty got to take a break. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm throwing it on me. I'm chilling. Me no, I said, uh, best fit for Saquon Barkley next Ooh. year. Um, hey, how about this? Man. We'll do a hell yeah, hell no with Big Matt Smitty. Hell yep. yeah, hell no. I like this segment. You guys need to get me to do this more. All right. Hell yeah, hell no. Saquon Barkley will be a Philadelphia Eagle next year. Uh, hell no. I don't think so. I, I think they like the guys they have. Saquon Barkley will be a Denver Bronco next year. I'm going to say hell no. Saquon Barkley will be with the Dallas Cowboys next year because Whoa. they learned they, they lost Damn, Zeke. They lost yeah. Zeke and they learned that they, ah, that probably wasn't the best fit. You know, uh, we, we, we that one-two punch was good at that Thunder and Lightning. Oh, oh boy, they got now to me isn't an every down well, back. Obviously, Zeke is Thunder, right? Yeah, that's Thunder. Yeah, yeah, Matt, that's you gotta always teach the youngsters, Matt. You gotta teach the, the football. Matt, <laughs> Matt, we gotta teach the youngsters. I didn't just make up this hell yeah, hell nah, and say the Philadelphia fucking Eagles out of a bag. They haven't paid the running back. They have a huge cap at that position. Saquon Barkley took the Eagles to a T. Well, and look, I think Saquon is going to be extremely coveted because he can catch the ball. He can. He's a hardcore runner. His injury history is, yeah, it's concerning, but every running back in the world's hurt. I mean, you're not going to find a fucking healthy Hey, imagine, imagine Swift and Barkley. That would be mean. It'd be mean, but at the same time, I've been watching a lot of Eagles tape recently, and I, I really would like to talk to you about this too, Coach, maybe off air. We'll do a show on it maybe. But Jalen Hurts, bro, he – I like Jalen, but he holds the ball like it's his child. Mm. Like, he, he is holding the ball like a mom with a newborn at the fucking security line at TSA. Like, I'm not giving you no, 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 fine. And I'm telling you, like, there are more open opportunities down the field than just a quick game. We were in there watching this morning at 5 a.m. with the group, or this last night, excuse me, the 5 a.m. group this morning was competition. Last night we were in there doing film, and we were watching Philly, and who did they just, Philly and the Niners. No, they just Philly Niners from earlier this, like in the beginning of December, when the Niners yeah. went into Philly and ran. And I'm telling you, the the Niners would like, they would try Philadelphia would try to manipulate an empty or an eleven set where it's just him in the back or him alone with motion to try and get people to move with the motion so they can open up the middle of the field and run quarterback draw because that's that's what they do. Like it's they're trying to run quarterback draw. They do it every play if they could. And San Francisco wasn't biting for it at all. They didn't move anybody. At one point, there was a three-by-one look. The back and the tight end are on the same side. And they they run zone read and, like, play action, the RPO stuff. There are two defenders over here and a high safety 25 yards away looking to the other side of the field. Bro, there's three receivers over here. They could have literally stood up. He could have handed him the ball. He could have walked out and handed it to him and didn't throw him the rock. And – Three seconds later, he did, and he got nine yards. But if he stands up and goes pop, 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 or even negates the RPO and throws him the ball, it's a touchdown. So right. I, I think that I think that you know that there's a lot of truth in what Coach sees shit before we see it because he's a quarterback, and it's just it, it, fuck, man. When they get a book on you in the NFL, it is really hard to overcome that. Yeah, um, that's the only reason I say this type of stuff. Here's a here's a. To address the chat real quick. I can't Aaron see Aaron cannot go to the Ravens or the Eagles. Will you guys shut up? Again, you don't know football. 
They're not going to put Derrick Henry, who's an ISO back downhill guy, in a read option scheme with Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts. It doesn't fit. They got to go lateral in those two programs and run RPO off of the lateral pin and pull or outside zone look or the power read look. They cannot hand the football and run zone read. Derrick Henry, Cleveland Browns. I get that. Oh, yeah, well, assuming that Chubb is probably like done or not going to be the same, yeah, has a really bad injury. Who cares? Like, you, you, they look if Cleveland can vouch for anybody, it's that people get fucking hurt a lot and they're still good. Damn, Most man. teams get Chubb shit man. on with injuries and they go in the toilet. The turds get shit on with injuries and they turn into like the fucking shit monster from Dogma and they just Ooh. come out of the toilet like, ah, and the whole fucking NFL is like, oh my God, it's a pile of shit. Ah! And they just start attacking you, flinging fucking shit rockets at you, and frozen icicle shits. And if you haven't seen, have you ever seen Dogma? I ain't seen Dogma. Of course you haven't, you young motherfucker. So what I'm saying is, like, even if <laughs> even if Chubb comes back healthy or not, he's got two catastrophic knee injuries, or maybe three at this point. Hunt's a good changeup. The Ford kid they drafted in the fifth round's awesome, but you put Derrick Henry in that scheme, bro. Peace lights the fuck out and i i don't think he's falling off at all he just went 25 for 158 and two tutties uh again tennessee is going the scorched earth route which i hope it works for you bro but getting rid of rabel and you know at Tannehill and henry and i'm guarantee you hopkins doesn't come back we had a great year for them this year and you know if anything looking at tennessee how many teams didn't want to sign DeAndre Hopkins because of whatever stupid reason? And then he went to Tennessee and bowled for a team that probably didn't need him. He could like they could have used somebody else. Hopkins should have been on a contender this year and he'd have a hundred catches. Like, I bet Mahomes want him on the Chiefs right think, now. Yeah, you think DeAndre Hopkins could help fucking Patrick Mahomes? That's the slipperiest group of fucking receivers ever. They are on the sideline. Like I'm telling you, literally, literally eating chicken wings, and they're just out there like, oh fuck it right through the fingers. Like, I can't even get a doorknob open after I ate a fucking bunch of chicken. And then they're trying to like, over it and shit like, fuck! I need to get inside! Here's my, here's my, let's do this one then. I know you just kind of blew our nut, so to speak. Oh, but, uh, pause. Hell yeah, hell no. Hell yeah! Uh, since we're talking about nuts. Derek Henry will be a New England Patriot. Next no. now no. that fits. Hell no. No, nah, they already got the human refrigerator in Ezekiel. And again, <laughs> he's all he's done. I, mean, I agree, he sucks. But again, like if you're Derrick Henry and you have a choice, why would you choose there? Hell no. Belichick leaving. Like, nah, you ain't I know there. why. Hell no. Ian, I calculate this because Brable's gonna be the coach. Well, okay. yeah, but you want something new. If Mike's the coach. Then okay, but uh, maybe I'll buy into that. But look, if I'm the Jets, I go after Henry Hard. Like, I, I anybody that has an established quarterback that doesn't run the RPO first, I, that's who I would be going after if I'm Derrick Henry. You've got to be a contender. You've got to have the ability to at least be in contention at the end of December for the playoffs. And then it, it's it all turns into like just look at every single contending team. Could Buffalo use Derrick Henry? Yeah, Cook's yes. good, but they could use him. Could Kansas City? Would they? Would he start for Kansas City? Yes. Would he start for Jacksonville? 
ETN, yeah, probably. ETN would have to be the changeup, in my opinion. What he's like for the Colts, probably not. They got Taylor Moss. No, they don't need him. Uh, for the Browns, they've been hurt. They have a ton of injuries at that position. Maybe. Like, you just go through the list here. I think there's way more teams from a contention standpoint that would love to have Derrick Henry than not. I, I, I don't mind, even though Fields is a read option guy, you either go with, you either go get Roman to run the offense, as I mentioned yesterday, and build around Justin Fields, or you bring a guy like Henry in to help him by running the football. I don't mind the Bears or the Minnesota Vikings for a Derrick Henry. I think the cold weather, pound ground, uh, both of those places fit him well. But also, their O-line in Chicago got to get much better because you can't just line up and run 21 personnel with Derrick Henry with no O-line either. So it's interesting. All right, Matt, let's end this show with this uh, top five Super Bowl favorites as of today. This is three days before, two days before the wild card roundup. Bailey, I got a graphic made from my Bailey because Bailey's on the white team. If we ever had a white versus black team, Bailey's on the white team. Here we go, Bailey. Here we go, Matt. Coach AB's top five favorite Super Bowl favorites. What do you think about these five right here? This is who I think are the top five favorites to win it right now. (laughs) too Bills, you got the Rams at two? Damn. Um, okay, so what's your rationale for the Rams at two? I don't have a problem with the other four necessarily. Uh, they're the hottest team in football, clear as cut day. Uh, they're the best team in football of the last seven weeks, top to bottom, I believe, truly. And they have a Super Bowl winning Hall of Fame quarterback who's spinning it better than anybody. And they have the two best threats on the perimeter and the best run game. They ran for 200 yards down Baltimore's throat. Kyron Williams has been balling out of control, and you mix that with uh, Cooper. Cup and Nakua and Higby at tight end with Stafford, who's on fire. The Rams are a hard, hard out right now. The second rationale for that is the NFC, I don't believe, is as good as we think. I think the Cowboys are a one-hit wonder. I think that the Niners are clear and cut the best team in that in the conference, and the Eagles are floundering. Who can't the Rams beat right now? Other than the Niners, who can't the Rams beat right now in the NFC, to be honest? I mean, they can beat anybody. They just beat San Francisco on Sunday. So I'm not saying that they can't win. Right. But I everybody be, can. Cowboys can beat everybody. Yeah, the, the, I, I think that the Detroit-LA game, it's almost like the NFL set this up. Yeah. I mean, they did have an opportunity to make a call on the field that directly influenced this. I mean, I look. I understand a lot of dominoes have to fall in the right direction in order for this to happen, but it did happen. So that was on purpose, okay, and it worked for them. Congratulations, NFL. But I I don't think they get past Detroit, bro. Like, not having Detroit on this list, that that is why I think Detroit's going to ball. Is because people – You bet. You take – and and just being honest, in all all due respect, if you take Jared Goff over Matthew Stafford – then you know damn well you're smoking that uh ayahuasca. But it's not it's not just a one player thing, you know that. Like we we, we say really. that on TV, quarterback really. quarterback, 
But no, it's, it's, it's the whole team, though. The There's Lions a reason why one of these teams traded for the other guy and the other guy is at the other place and the other guy is going to that place and the other guy is going to win another Super Bowl and the other guy has never got out of the first round. I, I'm just telling no, you. No, that's a lie. Jared Goff did play in a Super Bowl. He I, I'm talking about for that other team. He hasn't done it in All Detroit. Right. All right, so all right. I think the Rams are going to boat race Detroit. I believe the Detroit – this is the worst matchup possible for Detroit. I'm just being honest. They can't cover the package. The secondary is bad, cover, yeah. They cannot cover the wideouts the Rams have, and they cannot lately stop the run. I think this is a horrible matchup for the Rams, especially with a hot Stafford going back to Detroit. Uh, it's going to be ugly in my opinion. Now – the Ravens are out there because they are the best team in football right now. I'm only going off of history and a one and three record in the playoffs from their quarterback, Lamar Jackson. There's only two quarterbacks on this list that have won Super Bowls, and that's Flacco and Stafford. So let's just be honest. The other ones haven't, and I think the quarterback play is so bad that those two quarterbacks get hot with those two defenses in, in, uh, in Cleveland with Flacco. That team can end up being in the Super Bowl. And I'm not far-fetched. Weddle's not far-fetched seeing a Rams-Brown Super Bowl. It's really not that far-fetched, bro. I will bet you I will bet you any money that you that yeah, you can think of, that, that you can fathom. Any amount of money you can fathom, JB. Anything you want to throw out. Even if I don't have it, I'm so confident that I'm going to win the bet. I will bet you any amount of money that that will not be Super Bowl. I, well, I I'm going to say this right now. For as much shit as we give Schmitty for having Colts glasses on, I'm going to revert that to giving you shit for having fucking Rams glasses that, I mean, your Rams went thick. Living is right. There it is. Like you, you are. You love these motherfuckers. They are not that good, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm trying to be like they're like I like the Rams, so they're good, but they're not that good, bro. They're not. They're not Super Bowl good. (laughs) I do have them upsetting the Lions, though. I do have them winning that game. You think that they're gonna beat the Lions too? Only because their secondary is shitty. And 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 the wide the wide receiver combination and, and with Stafford, I I think it's gonna be a high scoring shootout game, and I think I think I think the Rams get that. But I will say this: it's gonna be so fucking loud at Ford Field. They haven't had a playoff game. You've been saying a lot of shit, but you haven't told us your top five fucking favorites, Smitty. Give me your top five. The Colts aren't in it no more either. I wasn't. I wasn't. I know we're doing top five. I I don't. I don't have my graphic. I'll have mine tomorrow. No, out of my list, I'm saying give me your five. You got to put Ravens at the top, Niners number two. Uh, I don't know why you. Yeah, Smitty did be saying names. See how I broke it down and told you why. Smitty did I got the one, it, it, two. It's clear why? as day. The Ravens are the Ravens. The Ravens has the Ravens has proven this season that they are the most dominant team. Every single winning team that they played they played this year. They, for the most part, they've dominated. We we go to the Niners game. We thought the Niners the Niners was like five point or five well, the Rams favorite. There are five point favorites at the Creek. Everybody was thought the Niners were about the boat race, the boat run just could destroy the Ravens. Ravens go out there, kick their ass. They kicked the Dolphins' ass. Every single time they play against any any contending team that we thought was was, was going to be give them trouble, they go out there and win. Your Rams, who played very very tough, and yeah, they they hung in there. They went to overtime. Your Rams team still took an L. At the end of the day, it's W's and it's L's. And this this team, the Ravens. Led by Lamar Jackson, who's about to win his second MVP, has proven that they are the most dominant team oh, this year. This year, one and three in the playoffs, homie. JB, at what? At one point? At one point? At one point? Can I get a word in? Can I get a word in? Those are the facts. 
<laughs> at one point, Matthew Stafford, who you just love and you think he's a fucking goat now, at one point he did not have any, he he didn't have playoff wins. So I'm gonna say at one point he didn't, but but then he did. My point in saying that is okay, I get it. He's one and three. He has more to prove in the playoffs. Being one and three doesn't mean you, you, it's a wrap. Your whole career is over. You can't win anymore. Peyton Manning took fucking seven years before he finally go over the hump. And that's Peyton Manning. That's my goal. That's a, that's my favorite quarterback of all time. So my point, and I'm not saying Lamar's Peyton Manning. My point bringing it up is, stop, listen, history tells you s- certain things. Yes, you got to look at history to, to use an idea of the future. But in football, man, like, no, I like that that doesn't that doesn't define Lamar Jackson's career. That doesn't define oh he's one and three. He's not gonna win. He, he's never gonna go Super Bowl now. Like no, this Ravens team has proven that they are the best team. They have a bye week in week one. Uh, they're not even playing this weekend, so they'll play who the, the Browns if the Browns win or the fucking what the winner of the Chiefs oh, and they're Dolphins. Not, they're, gonna, they're gonna play the winner of Dolphins Chiefs. Well, it depends. You know, if if the Browns win and the Chiefs win, they play the Browns. They play the, they play the lowest seed. Yeah, yeah, or Miami. Yeah, play the lowest seed. So it just depends. Uh, so. Matt, who right now, if you had to pick your five favorites mm-hmm. to the to go to the Super Bowl, two of them obviously, but your five favorite teams, who are they? Uh, Baltimore, San Francisco, Dallas, Cleveland, Detroit in that order, and my Super Bowl pick is Detroit and Cleveland. Really, Detroit? You got yeah. a lot of stock in golf, huh? I do. I just, I love Campbell. I love their offensive line. I really think golf has got his shit together, and he's a perfect fit for them. Um, I love their backs. The Montgomery Gibbs changeup is outstanding. Uh, I, I hope Laporta's not hurt, hurt, but we'll see. Um, I think you know, he's like twenty percent available. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know that sucks, but you know, it is what it is. I love I love St. Brown, leader, baller, player, you know, Will uh Jam- Jameson Will- Wilson Williams, the kid from Alabama. Williams. Wait, yeah, Williams. Wait, yeah. He he's really coming into his own. I think that he's gonna be a mainstay for them moving forward, a, a really great player. So I just I got a lot of stock in Detroit. I'm not gonna lie, I really like them and I think that they're going like I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if that in 2023, you know, early 24. Is kind of the, you know, Buffalo, Detroit, Cleveland, like those, you know, franchises that have been around forever that have never won shit. I think one of the three is going to get a, a ring this year. I just something about it. Huh. Um. Now huh. look. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna see. We're gonna <gasps> see. Debbie, um, real quick though. Like, so I, when the Ravens win a Super Bowl this year, are you gonna eat crow on this show? Again, you're saying win like it's a fact. You're saying facts again, right? So when they lose, you're just setting yourself up to get blasted I, like your CP2 take. I'm not scared. I'm oh, not scared. Damn. I'm not scared of the smoke. How about you say, what if they win? Okay, to soften it up for you, JB. If they win, <laughs> are you going to come on the show? Man, and, and, like, like, are you going to come on the show for 30 minutes and like admit? Because like I need, I need the same energy too. Like when you like, if they win. I don't need like a quick little two minute like I was wrong. No, I need like a fucking we need I need an hour of this shit because I've been getting hell all season long about the Ravens ain't this, Lamar ain't that. One and three, one and three, one and three, one and three. Lamar, it's, it's like a, a song in my head. The Ravens ain't this, Lamar ain't that. They one and three. They so when so if they win, I need I'm gonna figure out. I need, the, I need the same energy. I need the same. I need like a Matt, hour energy. I need why two I hours long. Yes. Why do I have a little energy, Matt? Like I gotta come up with energy for this motherfucker defending the Colts. 
Like yeah. this looks like it's turned into a fanboy for the Ravens, the Colts, fucking. Don't I always don't I always give shit to to Josh Allen too and say that this motherfucker hasn't won shit either? Haven't I said that about all these other motherfuckers? Like, why yeah. do I gotta come up with energy for these motherfuckers? Like, why, why, why are we talking about Josh Allen right now? I didn't, I, I didn't pick the Bills to win a win a Super Bowl. Why are you bringing Josh Allen up for? Is it, what, 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 what team are, is your team? See, I've, I've only been a Ram guy because I'm an LA Ram guy. I'm an LA just guy. I, just because I what, think they're. What, what, what team is yours, homie? Let me. Let, 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 no, 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 don't, don't, ask, don't ask me no. Don't ever, don't, don't you ever disrespect it's me like that. I'm not going to answer that. I ain't going to answer that damn question. Don't ever disrespect me like that. You know where I'm from. You know where I'm from. I ain't never, I ain't never folded around where I'm from. Just because the Ravens are the best team. Are you from Detroit now? Are you from. Are you. Put this motherfucker in Lamar Jackson glasses too, Bailey. Man, stop. Man, stop. Man, stop. Just because the Ravens are, I'm just a realist, and the Ravens have proven this year that they're the best team, and you don't want to admit it because you don't like fucking Lamar Jackson style of play because that's not the style of play that you grew up on. You grew up on a five-step drop back, read the entirety of the defense, stay in the pocket, step up, and the fact that the NFL is different now and Lamar, and Lamar Jackson is doing things his way, you can't adjust your mindset to his greatness, and now you don't want. Now you're just gonna stand by what you stand on, standing on your version of your business, and you don't want to admit that he's great. You don't want to admit the Ravens are the best team, and now he's jumping off the damn screen. He, 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 they're they're good. I, I think that they're hey, on a on a neutral site. I think that they're the second best team. I think San Francisco gets them in, in a neutral site game. And that's I, fair. I, I, I love understand that. The, I understand Baltimore beat them at, in San Francisco and that they deserve that win. They beat the shit out of them. Um, I, I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's a hell of a player. He's done. I, I personally think he's done a great job this year of kind of acclimating to the pocket and throwing the ball first rather than running. Um, and they've done less you know, like designed runs with Lamar to feed the backs more, the Hill kid, Gus Edwards, so on and so forth. Yeah. I, I personally think that Baltimore and Lamar, after signing that contract, realized that the longevity here is very important. So I understand that you two got some fucking beef on this bitch, but damn, uh, he he's a hell of a player. He's not traditional. You can definitely find ways to tear his game down if you want to and you can definitely find ways to prop it up if you want to so he's he he's definitely a uh a spark plug when it comes to banter nah for sure man hey smitty break this down what is this is this is this fucking west coast or is this triple option motherfucker miss me with your bullshit ass narrative hey alan why don't you tell big smitty what the fuck kind of coordinator i am triple option lamar jackson run shit Miss me with your bullshit. I can coach it all. Fat, short, skinny, and tall, motherfucker. Anytime you want to get on the board, let's do it. Fucking miss me with your 21 personnel. Lamar Jackson can't win in the NFL doing that. Miss me. Hey, I, I guess I guess time will tell, won't it? <laughs> I guess I guess we shall see very soon, won't we? College football, homie, this the NFL, motherfucker. Shit. He's one and three because his motherfucking ass can't run cover. Read the cover. Miss me with your bullshit. This motherfucker throwing most of the NFL, man. Right now, watch this, man. I'm so again, I, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with you on this one, JB, bro. Like he's he's pretty fucking good this game. Hey, Matt, here he is in the playoffs, though. This is really. I've, I've watched. I've watched him go on the road and beat beat the number one seed in Tennessee, like. 
I he's had a lot of success in the playoffs too. Just you know, he'll he'll one and three, yeah, maybe way, two man. and three. He could be he could be five hundred by the division. That's what I'm saying. Just because you start one way doesn't mean that's who you're gonna be. Like you're talking like oh he's one and three, it's over. Like I don't We've understand seen that. Him twice before, homie, have great records and going as a one seed. This is the best team oh, he's had though. This, this this is the most. This is the best team he's had. We'll see. Oh, listen. We, hey, listen, the th- the good, the, the great thing about the JV, the great thing about this, very soon we ain't even got to argue about this shit because the field going to talk, them pads going to talk, and that's and that's what we going to come on this show and we going to see. But, the, but but Lamar did such a hell of a job this year, yeah. JB, that we're not even going to see them play this week because they got something called a bye. That means yeah. you're the best fucking team in the league. I mean, you earned a bye. But we can't. Yeah. We got to wait another week to, to watch them play. So we going to see. You mean to tell me real quick, I, I, and we haven't, we haven't went over our picks yet, but let, let's say the Dolphins beat the Chiefs, which I I think could honestly yeah. happen. But I know it's gonna be freezing cold and I get lost guys. So, so we'll see. But just just for shits and giggles, let's say let's say Dolphins do beat the Chiefs because Chiefs have not been that great this year either. That means the Ravens will play the Dolphins. Are you like are, like are you are you just so confident now you in the you think the Dolphins will beat the Ravens? Does anybody really believe that? No. no let's be honest. So all right, so all the Ravens will have to do is win one game, and they're in the AFC Championship. Can we at least agree that we feel pretty damn confident that they can at bare minimum get to the AFC Championship game? One game. Shit, Matt, yeah. They only have to win once for the go. one seed. We, Matt, we got to go. We got to go, Matt. But can you please <laughs> let him know, like Eric Weddle tries to let us know, the NFL playoffs, things change. Of course. This of isn't going to be a straight-up five-technique crash. Lamar pulls the ball. It's going to be a five-technique crash, and the wheel backer tipsy-turvy, and they run a change. And now the tight end don't know who to block. And then Lamar has a guy in his face. And then they fire zone and drop the defensive end in the coverage. And then he's holding his dick in his hand. The playoff changed, McSmitty. These NFL DCs changed. The book is out. Why do you think he struggles in the playoffs compared to the MVP type of regular season? There's a reason, homie. Why is Jalen Hurts better in the regular season? Things change. They have a book out there. They're going to make use. Do something that you're not comfortable. Don't compare Hurts to Lamar, please. Jalen Hurts just made the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I know. I'm just saying this. Year, how about this year? How about this year? Now that the book has been yeah, out, I said yeah, he's uncomfortable doing. Yeah, but you just specifically were talking about the playoffs and then changed it to the regular season. Which one is it? No, I said when the book comes out on a guy that's played for years for a year or two now, the book changes people's things and they make you do things you're uncomfortable doing. There's a reason Lamar struggles in the playoffs versus a regular season. There is a regular season book and there's a playoff book. We'll see. Lamar's struggle is what? Throwing the football on time. So guess what they're going to do? They're going to make him throw the ball. Instead of being a runner, they're going to make him throw the ball. That's where he struggled and why he's one and three. Now, can he change who, who my mind? Baltimore's yeah, get. I'm doing what he has to do. Yeah. Who, who do you think Baltimore's going to get? I don't know if Miami can beat them Miami. in degree weather. I don't think Miami can beat KC in minus 18 degree weather. Oh, That's my only issue. Right. Um, other than that. So probably the Browns then, right? They don't want to play the Browns, though. I'm going to tell you right now. They do not want to play Cleveland. Yeah. No, they no. don't. They don't know, and I'll admit that Browns is, I think, the scary will be like the scariest team for the Ravens. I believe just with that defense, divisional opponent, Flacco going against his old team. I, I do think that's a, a very interesting game. I'll, so I'll be honest, no good Pittsburgh, Miami, or Cleveland. Yeah, the, Bear, the Bears announced they're bringing back Eberflus. I believe that's a great call. I think he's done a good job. 
Uh, Matt, much love. We'll be on your show. Everybody out there, make sure you listen. Matt, Smitty and I are going to go combo Matt. What? Pause. Ooh. Pause. Ooh. We're going to go straight yep. as a combination duo. We're going to go straight to Matt's show right after our show. He made com- combo block. Like, hey, Matt, so you got to get your show ready because as soon as our show ends, we're coming on because Smitty got to go to Fox right at about 925. No problem. All right, Matt, we'll see you in a minute. Peace, bitches. Peace, ho. All right, Smitty, I got to take a piss like a Russian racehorse. All right. And, um, and I've been, I just, I, you need a breather. You got, you know, you get. I'm cooked. good, man. This Lamar thing is so funny. I, I, I like, I don't, I don't pray to God for like teams to win, but I almost want to like pray. Because it's gonna be so funny, man. Like, and and I'm open to make a bet too. If you're like that, I know for a fact the Rams are going to Super Bowl. You so, want right. you want to make you want to pray more than us getting the studio and, and blowing this up. That's that 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 I eat crow over yeah. Lamar Jackson. That is the definition of a hater. No, JB, I'm petty. I'm not gonna lie. One thing about me, you I am petty. You talking nah. about being a hater? Nah, I'm not hating on you. You're hating on, on the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. So I'm, I, hating, I'm just telling you the truth. I just want you to come on this show and just like, oh my, like fans who watching it, watching the show right now. I know you guys love JB. I love JB. But just close your eyes. Just imagine this. The Ravens win the Super Bowl. We come on this show that 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 next, that following day. And JB's on here. And, he, and we, we got an hour straight of having a two hours straight of just having to talk about the game and how Lamar throws Two for three touchdowns, ran for two, five total, Super Bowl MVP, MVP of the regular season. Just imagine, like, what that show would be like, the energy, my smile the entire show. Imagine, like, that's cool. that would be the best, highest-rated show we would have. I would control the thumbnail that day. I wouldn't even ask for your recommendation. I would control that side of it and send it to our guy, Joe Baker. JB would be on this show with nothing to say. Nothing to say. And I know you, you would try to make something up. Lamar didn't even play that good Super Bowl. He only had to do I don't. If once you get that ring, I look zip it, zip it, cause ain't nothing else. Like, ain't nothing else you say. You, you you the leader. You win Super MVP. You got a ring. Nothing. So that's why I'm I'm just petty that way, JB. I think about the future and well, I know see, how great the show would be. Hey, shout out to Patrick Queens carrying that defense, possibly carrying this Ravens. Team. Him, him and Roquan Smith. Don't forget about Roquan. To a Super Bowl. Shout out to that so defense crazy. that's possibly going to carry this uh, Lamar Jackson led team. Uh, let's take a break, Smitty. I got to take a piss and get me coffee, man, to deal with you on this show. We got a lot to dive into. Draymond Green, we're going to dive into that. We're going to dive into uh, the best fit for Browning. What does Flacco do next year? Uh, Pete Carroll returning, and I can't wait to dive into this one because it's going to go right back to the John Morant thing. Ben Simmons, I can't wait to get your take. I'm pretty sure you're on my side on Ben Simmons, but again, to the point of yesterday, Got to be something that changes. There's no way that the Brooklyn Nets should be suffering the way they are with this motherfucker. Don't miss the public like button. The best show on planet Earth, motherfucker. I'm cooking Smitty today. Take us away. Four minutes away. I think everything going on with Zach uh, this year, I've had dogs my whole life. My my first dog uh, that I really, really had was a golden retriever. Um when I was in ninth or 10th grade and um, that, that dog I had till I was like 30. So mm-hmm. I, I just became a, a big golden retriever um, pet owner just because, you know, everybody gets into a certain breed or a certain kind of dog. And for me, I, having kids and things like that, they just kind of uh, became family members. And so I've had them for, you know, over 
over 30 or 40 years now. And I've always done more than one. I see you have a couple yourself. I just think it's cool when they have a companion, you know, and so I think it helps them out and, uh, and keeps them, you know, their spirit up. And so, yeah, I, I've always been a dog person this year. I just decided to take Ben uh, out with me, not for the intention of social media or anything like that, but just kind of having my guy with me. And, um, and I did it the first time out to Seattle uh, for Oregon, Washington. And um, these NFL stadiums on Thursday nights, it's funny, I took him uh, on a Thursday night with me because I do the whole week. I leave on Wednesday, I leave today, and then I'm gone uh, till Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I took him to Thursday and I brought him into our, our meeting, a big production meeting in this hotel. And Al Michaels was kind of not a bit, I could tell right away, he wasn't a, a big dog guy. And so Ben just kind of walks around the and when he got over to Al to say hi, Al was just kind of like, uh, so I, I kind of sensed that, but Al didn't say anything. So I went over and I got him, brought brought Ben back over. And then after that, the next week, I was like, where's Ben? And I was like, I, I just thought you didn't want him in the meeting. And he goes, oh, are you kidding me? You need to go get him. So I went back up to the room, brought him down. And so from that point on, Al is more intrigued by Ben um than anybody and you know how dogs are right like their personality they just kind of get around people and and kind of do it in their own way so al's come full circle on uh on hanging out with him and and so yeah i did it that first time and i just realized how much he impacts everybody that he came in contact with and just started bringing him uh every single week from that point. if i took lamar out of baltimore um i think lamar is still a playoff team with that defense I think Baltimore is a playoff team with that defense in the running game without Lamar. Hmm. If I took Matthew Stafford out of L.A., that team is a two-win team. I agree with that. They are possibly on a run and a collision course to playing in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm we're just reaching, we're on, reaching on that. We're reaching on I'm that. putting on the record right now that the Rams are a team that no one wants to play. By the way, the Rams beat who? The, Bar- the Browns who beat the Bravens. The Rams should have beat Baltimore in Baltimore. They got jobbed on a punt block in the back, or they beat Baltimore, by the way, and have won seven in a row if they beat that Baltimore team, by the way, that no one's talking about how good this Rams team's playing. Matthew Stafford is the hands-down best quarterback in the NFL. Let's just be honest. Ooh. It's not even mm. close. Now, if you know quarterback in football, if you say that someone else is out there throwing the football better than Matthew Stafford, then you're just – Black. Josh Allen, I can argue, is all I'm saying. Uh, Josh has had a lot of up and down. He's more up and down than the Dow Jones. Most turnovers in football. I love Josh Allen and all that. He has the most turnovers in football, which leads to early exits in playoffs. But, Coach, look, I'm with you about Stafford. He's He is conducting surgery, the stuff he's doing at the top of the pocket. But, again, today's game, there's a lot of quarterbacks where it, it is a plus one. The legs and your ability to move the chains with the run game, and you're threatening the run game, threatening the mesh point. Not on that Ram team, though. I'm I'm with you, but again, I but I don't. Pass. Hardest worker on the show, the first one back on the show, the last one up on the show, the one cooking. Oh, what's Vinny? Um. I see you. I see you on here lying. Y'all know me. All I do is spit facts. Got me a little lemonade this morning, y'all. A little purple lemonade, alkaline water, lemon, sugar cane juice, aloe vera, vegan pro- probiotic. Get that stomach right. Butterfly pea flower. Come on now. 
Shout out to Vita Juice. We eating good. Woo! My mic sound low. My mic sound low to you. Nah, it sound cool. Do your chain hang low? Do it. Oh, by the way, who is the word that we use in the hood that that nobody really know what it means? It it could be bad. Like ah, average. Cool. It's cool. Cool ain't really like. Hell yeah, your shit is tight, dog. Like cool is like shitty almost most of the time. To be real, it it depends the tone and how you say it though. Like you just said it like it's shitty. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I did say it like that. I just like it's just cool though. Like like it ain't it ain't like oh it's the best mic sound ever. But it ain't shitty. It's just cool. I got any ladies in the chat? Please stand up. Any ladies in the chat? We ain't got no ladies no more. Like all the ladies in the Discord, they don't talk no more. They, I, what did you say? What did you do? Nothing. I did see Lucy. She posted a video of us though uh, on online on Instagram. So shout out to Lucy. But other than Lucy, I ain't really seeing. Her. Look, I see y'all do. It's a meat fest in the chat. Joe Accord, Rhyme, Static Major, Daniel Cap, TJ Mill, MP. I thought, I, really you, no I thought you brought all the hoes. You have, you have it. You have it. You, you really ran, have you, it. you ran them away. If you ever say... Shut up. Just stop, Jamie. Jamie, stop. Jamie, stop. Jamie, stop. Jamie, stop. Jamie, stop. Jamie, stop. We're not getting suspended again. I'm not getting suspended again. We need this money. All right, then. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, shout out to K-Dub. Okay, Kelsey. Kelsey, what up, Kelsey? I love a new woman in the house. Kelsey, you're the woman right now. I'm sorry to blast you out right here, but I got to ask you a series of questions. I need your honest opinion on this, Kelsey W. Ladies, this is for the ladies. One of these things have to go. Just one. Crab legs. Hot wings. Dick, wigs, eyelashes, good head, or liquor. Which one goes? All the ladies in the house. Kelsey, been here. Smitty made me add a picture, remember? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, Kelsey. Kelsey, very beautiful woman. Is that your man? I hope not. Uh, is that, is that your man or is that your brother? Is that your brother? I hope. If it's your man, if it's your man, then I've uh, it's you know. Well, just, well, just confirm because the, the answer will dictate our our comments the rest of the show. So we need to know if that's who that is, and we'll you know we'll definitely respect. All right, all right. Uh, Magali XMR, easy. I don't do. That's what I'm saying. See, she it's the white woman. White women don't really. I mean, they, they well, white women do lashes sometimes. They don't really do wigs as much though. So that's why I'm, once you threw that out there, I knew they were gonna say wigs and lashes. Hold on, though. You should have made you should have made your list more minute. Should have made a four. No, 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 no. I knew you were gonna say this. I'm always ahead of the game. We got a lot of black women responses for us. Mm-hmm. The Miss Shannon said everything on this list can go. <laughs> Now that's a black woman answer right there. <laughs> Ashley says, dick. It always comes with more than just dick. All right. All right. Agree to disagree. Uh, <laughs> you're right. Uh, there, uh, there's a lot of... I'm going to give you some more black comments. Hold on. Black women comments right here. Uh, 
God damn, how do I <coughs> how do I pop, see? Pop up gear. <coughs> there we go. Uh man, damn, I don't know how to hit the comments no more. Damn, you old as hell. Then where my phone at? Look my phone the other I can grab my phone real quick. Yeah, your girl got it and she looking up your shit. <laughs> Oh, shit. Jamil Hill is unbelievable, dog. She's such a fucking joke. Uh, anyway, uh, all right. Y'all didn't lose Smitty. You don't never lose Smitty. Smitty always here. I see everything. I hear everything. Mike Bass. I was hoping there's more women in here, but, you know, there's not. So We got Kelsey. Question. I, 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 I heard not one of them say dick, except for the one that said everything. <laughs> um. Yeah, we, we got right, one man. woman in here. That's crazy. Lucy was in here earlier. She probably worked. She worked though at the time. She usually tries to get in here. Um, trying to retweet all these tweets. Retweet those tweets for us. All you guys out there on Twitter, retweet them for us. I, I'm uh, gonna have to bring bring my gray sweats back out. Probably that's probably gonna be the answer to get get the ladies back in here. Uh, me too. <laughs> now nah, you you that's gonna probably push them away. <laughs> <laughs> What we got next, though, Jay? What we got next, man? Your gray sweats is inverted. <laughs> I'm a blog. Yeah, I'm a brother. You know how we look. My, my look. Just hang out. This whole little. Just... That's not true. That's not true for everything. Um, yeah, but for the, it, it, nothing, nothing is everything. Everything is nothing. But like for the most part, it is. Shout out to my brother Fred Lane, man. I like, I'm pulling back up. That's a good brother. You can just tell by his picture. That's a good brother, Fred Lane. That's a good dude, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Been through a few trial tribulations when he was younger, but like persevered, man. You know, uh, uh went to school, got, got an associate's degree, and just worked his ass off. Worked his ass off. Just you know, customer service, retail, became a manager, got a good guy, <laughs> raised his kid right. That's, that's a good brother. Shout out to Fred Lane. Oh, shoot, this is a troll. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Kelsey Dove, much love to your husband. Much love. Oh, yeah, no, shout out to you. See, Kelsey, that's why I asked you. I would, I don't, I'm a married man. I don't want, don't disrespect my wife, so I ain't gonna disrespect your husband. Shout out to him, man. He did a hell of a job. You, you slung a great woman. Shout out to your guy. Uh, <laughs> hey, anyway, we got a lot going on here, man, on this fine morning, Kelsey. A lot shout going out to being the woman in the house today. Um, all right, Big Smitty, let's dive into some shit real quick. I got, first of all, I want to ask you uh, about this uh, John Gruden to the Saints. I, it's crazy. He's coaching again. It's funny that we just pass. Uh, Everything. Yeah, we just pass up shit and hire motherfucking recyclable cats. Um, it's crazy. It's like, okay, if you just hide them for. Two, three years. I've been hitting for four years. Right. It's like, right. You should be back now. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like they think we forgot about the shit that happened with me. Hey, I didn't do no racist shit. No, tra you know, I didn't no, do no, no, e no emails leaked. Or I didn't, I didn't do shit. I'm like, damn, emails. Um, all right. Let, I got to dive into this story for you real quick. The first one, the New York Giants drama. We got giant drama in New York. 
Brian Dable has drama with DC Mark Winkendale. Um, Wink, they call him. Stormed out and said he hasn't resigned, but he said he's angry that Dayball fired his good friends uh, on the staff. Outside linebacker coach Drew Wilkins and defensive assistant Kevin Wilkins, brothers. Um, both had come over with Martindale from Baltimore, by the way. That was his, like, staff that he allowed was allowed to bring over with Dayball. And, uh, but, you know, it is what it is. But... Here's the thing. Uh, they got into it all year long, from what I've heard, even yeah. last year. So I got to ask you, what, what's your take on this? And I, I, it's interesting because I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to get your take before I take my uh, make a right or a left here on this whole situation. No, for sure, man. I mean, I, I, I've heard nothing but, but good things for the most part from, from Brian Dayball as far as like being a, a good head coach. You know, like I know some guys who have played for him, you know what I'm saying? Who, who they praise him and say he's a good, he's a good guy, good, good coach, knows football, knows the game. But to me, this is a, this is a, a sign of poor leadership. Like when, when you're, when you're the top guy and, and your assistants, especially a guy who's like the D coordinator. So he's not just an assistant. He's, he's, he's next, next in line, so to speak. And you guys are just butting heads all year long. And you're the one who, who hired him, I think it's two-sided. One, the coordinator, like, you got to chill a little bit. You know, again, it's okay to disagree, but that, like, that it's, it's a it's a tiered system. This is the head coach. Don't, you know, you shouldn't be in the newsways all year long and, and because you're having issues, number one. But number two, though, I also believe it's just that that's a sign of poor leadership. A good leader, you're not going to hear that type of noise. You, you don't hear that type of noise in the Steelers locker room. You don't hear that type of noise in the Chiefs in the Chiefs locker room. You didn't really hear that with the Patriots with Bill Belichick. When you have a true good leader, you just don't – that stuff doesn't get out. I'm sure every coaching staff has arguments and disagreements. Like, I'm not crazy, but that stuff stays in-house. It gets resolved, and they move on. Like you said, to start this whole thing, we've been hearing this noise all year long. And if this last – if this latest uh, news is true – and this guy has just resigned and packed his bags and left. It's like that, that, that that's crazy. I've never that, that, that would be some of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna side with Brian Dayball. And here's why. We really quickly forget that did did Wink hire himself in New York, or did somebody hire him named Brian Dayball? There you go. Did Brian Dayball give this man an opportunity after the Ravens had fired him or not? Did Brian Dayball say, okay, I will let you bring two of your assistants to help your defensive staff since you're comfortable with them. But guess what? I guarantee Brian Dayball said, if it doesn't work, I'm as the head coach CEO of this operation. Because guess what, Wink? You don't get fired, and the wins and losses don't go on your motherfucking name. They go on my name, and I get fired. And guess what? I also have the New York media to deal with with this Daniel Jones situation. Mm. So I, as the head coach, have a million other things. I don't got time to hear you bitching and moaning as an assistant coach and a D coordinator who I brought in here and hired and gave you an opportunity. You ungrateful motherfucker. Mm. That is where I'm at because the head coach understands something. As an assistant, I've given you an opportunity. And you know what your number one job now becomes? Support me. Protect the head coach. Yeah. And that is what I gave you. 
And God damn, I hope you cut that, Bailey, because we need to send that to all the coaches out there, all the CEOs and managers out there, because at the end of the day, it ain't a personal thing. But if there is no pecking order and we got too many Indian or Chiefs and not enough Indians, we're not going to win. There needs to be A, here is your duties. B, this is who works for me. C, and it's not me. It's not my motto in my staff, and it was in my staff room, Big Smitty. It ain't about me, it's about us. Right. It is about us, but it seems as Wink has made it about him. Right. And just because your homies who I brought got hired and I will fire them if they what if they both think that these two brothers are backstabbing them? What if he's not feeling it? What if there's some other underlying things we don't know? It's hard to sit in this seat, Big Smitty. It's very easy to critique us, but it's very hard to sit in it and do it and yeah. then manage it, make hard decisions that's going to get critiqued, especially in the New York media market, number one media market in the world, LA's number two. Just imagine that what you have to deal with. So I'm on Dable's side on this. Um, I think it's bad business for Wink to go out there because I've heard stories about that man out there. And that's mm. from good friends of mine that's coached with him. I think he's a great D coordinator, but there's a reason Harbaugh got rid of him. Yeah. So just be serious. Be serious. Let's be real here. Like this is a real thing. And know your role, dog. Listen, you can be an alpha male DC, which you are, Wink. But understand, there's still protocol. And, and we know the head coach who hired you is an alpha as well. And Brian Dayball, he's fiery, gets after it. Those type of meshes either work very good and well and successful or they blow up. Right. And it's not really, you know, his fault, your fault, my fault. It's a matter of protocol and understanding your lane. Wink, you may be a head coach, and you're going to sit there and face this very same thing. And guess what? Can't wait for you to have to deal with it. And now you'll be like, damn, hey, Brian, apologize, dog. I was a fucking idiot. I didn't really get how this head coach thing worked. <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. So uh, anyway, that's my take. And uh, I get your take, too. It's just it's just very intriguing one to say yeah. that people really haven't sat in that seat. They're like, oh, I see all the media people. I'm like it's actually bad luck for Wink to put that out there. Because they all didn't put it out there. Um, that's kind of Stephen A's take on Steph Curry, which will segue into with this Draymond Green thing. Yep. Saying it's Steph Curry's fault as the leader. Yep. Kind of just said the same thing about Brian Dayball. And I'm sitting there like, well, is it Steph Curry's fault or is it Draymond Green's fault? Is it Dayball's fault or is it Wink's fault? Is it who leaked the fault? Like, mm. the Warriors have an issue here. Didn't they film somebody from the fucking rafters film D Draymond socking this dude in the face? And, and sold it. Out? Nobody knew where <laughs> it came from and all that old shit? Yep. Seems like the Warriors have more issues than we all know. I'm going to keep it real and throw that out there. I don't know how you blame Steph. I think, you know, because we, we – but I do understand the – the reasoning. I understand the rule. Yeah. You're the leader. Good and bad, it falls on you. Even if it's you, you and I, hard as hell on LeBron. You yeah. and I fucking and LeBron yeah. gets a lot of fucking heat. Fair or unfair. Everything he do, he gets blamed. I remember uh, I go back to college football and you'll be able to relate to this. So going to my senior season, we know during the spring, you know, we have spring workouts or whatever. Winter winter workouts, spring workouts, whatever. 
And my, my strength coach would split us up into different teams and he, he would have a captain for each team. So you were you were responsible for your 10 guys or whatever on your team. Meaning if one of those guys missed class, late to a workout or whatever, you as a captain, that will fall on you. So we had a guy who uh I think I think he it was a class thing, it was a class, and then he was late to work. It was like a couple things. So we had Don Patrol, which we got had to get up at 5 30 in the morning. My me and my entire team. And we had to go push sleds, sleds across the field a thousand yards because of somebody on my team. Not because I didn't do anything at all. I did I did everything right. I was there on time. I was leading my guys. I do all that. But since somebody on my team messed up, I had to face, I had to face it. And I used to hate those situations. But it just comes with the territory. If you're the leader, you're the captain, that's what happens. So I think that's what Stephen A is saying. It's not like li- literally. Steph's fault. He can't babysit Draymond. I can't go with him every day. And Draymond, make sure you watch your temper and you don't hit anyone in the balls today or kick someone or choke someone or punch someone. I, of course, but at the end of the day, you're the face. And like you said, we give LeBron hell for everything. So if you're going to put Steph in that type of category, that level, it has to be, be the same thing. But um, ultimately, though, JB, we got to blame the actual guy, though. Draymond's a grown-ass man. He's a veteran, multiple-time champion, probably a future Hall of Famer. Get your shit together, bro. Play- this is what I had to say, by the way, Big Smith. Yeah, let's hear it. To remove that. I'm very confident I can remove the antics. And I'm very confident if I do remove the antics, no one's worried about how I play the game of basketball. You know, nobody's worried about how I carry myself in the game of basketball, but it's the antics. So that's my focus. You know, it's not on changing who I am completely. Like, you don't change the spots on a leopard. Like, it's just not going to happen, and I'm not going to try to set some unrealistic expectation. It's the antics that can go, and I've made a commitment to do things to make sure that those don't creep in. As far as this team goes, definitely affected this team in a negative way. It can be repaired. Like, we're still, what, 36 games into an 82-game season? There's a chance to make it right, and that's my goal, and that's my focus. And I think in doing that, you know, it, it... it helps Steph. It helps all of us. Blah blah blah. That sounds good. Listen, I've been a Draymond fan too. People know I, I've I, I've loved Draymond for a while because he he kind of reminds me of like the, the the underdog in a sense, and I always see myself as that guy. He's kind of that positionless player. He's kind of undersized to be a true power forward. Not athletic enough to be like a shooting guard. Can't really shoot that good anyway. Can't really. But when you when you know basketball and you watch him play, and you've agreed, we've agreed on this. He's been like the catalyst of those championship teams, and and just the hustle, the grit, and him just being so smart defensively. Like I, I've always loved him on the court, but it's gone out of hand. Where it's like, bro, you shouldn't have to like go to like. Go to classes or, or 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 do yoga, whatever he's been doing, in order for you to just be a mature man and not do these tactics. Like we we don't have a problem with you playing fiery and playing tough and being the guy that defends your teammates. Every every great team needs that guy. Every great team needs that Dennis Rodman, that that, that enforcer. You know what I'm saying? But it's a difference between in, being an enforcer and just making dumb decisions. And flailing your arms and hitting people in the face and kicking people in the nuts. And those are things where it's like, it's almost like once he gets emotional, he can't, tur- like, he can't manage it. He, once you know what I'm saying? Once he gets excited and hyped during a game, whatever comes to his mind to do in that moment, it just happens. And I don't know if you can really change that because it's not like, 
I don't know if he's like giving it. It's not like he's going on the court pregame. Like, All right, man. In the second quarter, I'm gonna hit this dude in his face. Third quarter, I'm gonna kick this dude in the balls. Now I'm elbow. I'm gonna elbow this dude. Nah, it's happening like boom, boom. Like he's just mad, bad call. The guy's leaning on him, whatever the case may be, and he makes a split decision that costs his team and costs himself. How do you actually change that when that's just who you are and that's who you've been? So listen, I'm wishing him the best. I want, I want it to be better. And I think the first few games he's gonna be, he's gonna be real timid and really being very careful. But I want to see like 15 games down the line, 20 games in, once people kind of forget about all the suspicion and stuff like that. What which Draymond are we going to see? So that's where I'm at. I don't know. I don't care either. Yeah, he has a lot of feminine energy, uh, a lot of female tendencies, in my opinion, to be honest. Like you either own it or you change it. Like own who you are or say, you know what, change it. There's a take out there though that he had and he did a Adam Silver begged him apparently to not retire. And Draymond went in there and, and was like, I can't handle it no more. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there like, you can't handle what? You make $100 million a year or $100 million. You, you, you got generational wealth. You play, you have four national uh, championship rings. You're one of the most recognizable faces in basketball in the world. And you can't handle it? Like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> Throughout this process that really hurt me, I turned on the TV screen and someone, uh, Stephen A, was like, uh, Steph is a bad leader. What about Steph Curry? You ought, to, you ought a leader. If this were a teammate of LeBron James, we'd be asking LeBron, what you going to do about it? Because Draymond did X. It pissed me off, but it crushed me. How yeah. is that ain't the video. Yeah, that was him reacting to the, to the Stephen A. There's another, um, I don't know if it was a clip or a graph. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. I, I've seen the quote. He basically was saying that, yeah, Adam uh, Adam Silver had to beg him not to retire. That's cr- that Like, what? But, like, like, it was all about me. Like, that's how I took it. Oh, it's all about me. He begged me to stay in the league. Like, I I, I got, y'all call cringe vibes? I, I got cringe vibes, dog. Like, homie, man to, up. Sack to me, up. To me, it's like a it's like a pity party. It's like you're asking for like conversation. Right, with guess, Adam. Here we go. Silver, Commissioner Ali. I just told him, Adam, it's too much for me. Like, this is too much. It's all becoming too much for me. And I'm gonna retire. And Adam said, Ah, you're making a very rash decision. And I won't let you do that. You know, we had a long, great conversation, very helpful to me, very thankful. Uh, to play in a league with a commissioner like Adam, uh, who's more. He's playing. He's listen. He's he's being a company man right now because he know he's kind of he's on hot water. He's on thin ice. I'll say that. So here now, he, of course, you're gonna praise Adam. You're gonna say how great he is. And NBA players, they all. This is a quick side note. They always like try to like talk about how amazing Adam Silver is and how amazing it is to be playing for the NBA commissioner, a commissioner who cares about him. It's like, it's like they're always taking subliminal shots at the, at the NFL, but uh, I digress. Listen, you saying you're going to retire. To me, bro, I just feel like it's it's like you're trying to be like a victim and you actually did this. Like, how are you going to be a victim when you are the call? No one's telling you to, to do these antics. You're You're doing it, you know? So, like, Saying I'm gonna retire and having this pity party, like, and, and like you said, tired of what? Tired of your own actions or tired of getting technical fouls because of your like? T- 
tired of being held accountable. I, I, I just, I need more context on what he means. Like I said, man, I'm really not trying to diss Draymond because I've been a long time Draymond Green fan. It's noted, it's documented. I like, I like how he plays on the court, but I just for these antics, especially as of late, the last couple of years, has, has like went to another level. Like he, he's always there, done little stuff, but now he, he's choking Rudy Gobert out, knocking out his teammate, backhanded people. Like I'm like, bro, all right, what's is something going on at home? Like it's something like that's what I'm thinking. It, may, it might be something going on at the crib or something that has this man like spazzing out. So we'll see though, JB. We'll see. And shout out to was that Maya. I guess we got another woman in here and in the chat, man. Shout out to Maya. We got two of them in here. See, as soon as I bring Somebody it up, gifted her. Somebody gifted her a membership. Oh Jeremiah. Shout out to Jeremiah for, for gifting members lately. Um, oh, is that what that means? Yeah. Oh, I be seeing the little gifts. I never know what that meant. Gifted five that show. Oh, shout out to Jeremiah. Okay, Jeremiah. Let me see. Oh, I see. I ain't gonna we're gonna talk offline about this. See, Jeremiah. I know what you're doing, but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna call you out. Hey, good mood though, player. I respect you. I respect it. Hey, I respect the soldier. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Us? Let me know and get put a real picture up so I know you're not a fafa and you're a real uso. All right, let's break this down real quick. I don't know, uh, I don't know what a fafa is. Uh, I show, I'll tell you after. Josh, let them know what a fafa is. Um, all right, real quick. Um, Can I say it? Was it like, is it right? Okay, cool. But why can you say it though? That's why. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. What's what's all? What's all? What's all? What's all? What's all? It's it's a it's a. Don't it's say a, it. Don't say it. No, but I'm letting you guys know what it is. It's a, why we say pause? Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Move on. Move on. Move on. Hey, uh, Oost. <laughs> you're not. He's not no Oost. He's not talking to me either. You a Fafa? You talking to me? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Let's take this down because y'all are soft, homie. What are you talking about? Shit, you want me to bring some OG Usos on the show, motherfucker? Probably your daddy's fucking daddy. I will, <laughs> motherfucker. Remember who I am and who I got in my corner, motherfucker. Don't get it twisted. All right, let, let's break down something real quick. The Usos know who JB is. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the Lakers Raptors had a game last night and. I'll play the clip, Big failure of this Russian coach we got in Israel. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two uh, free throws for the whole game. How's that possible? How are you going to explain that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding it back. It's a complete crap. Do you feel like you're getting any explanations at all? That offensive foul, did you did you see like get any explanation? No. No, there is no explanation. They just, they just come up there, they review what, and they see what they want to see. They don't want to hear us what we got to say. They don't want to hear the players. They, 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 they don't just want to protect us. 
Over again, they got 36 free throws, 23 free throws in, in the fourth quarter. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we going to supposed to play? Is this a, a one-off or do you feel it? <laughs> I think it's such to say that he's pissed. <laughs> hey, Bailey, I just emailed you a picture. Can you pull it up when you get time? Fast <laughs> uh, out, man. Hey, you know. dog. He love his job, though. I will say that. The man love it. You know what I mean? I can respect he's passionate. I'm I respect glad, that. I'm glad we allow other countries' people to come into this country and do their thing. And and then yet we get called a lot of things as a bad country and shit. I, is there an American over there in Russia coaching that I know that I don't know about? I'm not sure. I mean, we definitely got our our players in like other, other countries hooping, but I don't know if we got but coaches or not. We, I'm not sure. Like we got to we touch on all things on this show. Like we, oh. we try to avoid certain things, obviously, that put us on timeout. So we don't say too much. But in New York, Smitty, which is something that bugs me all night since I've heard this, um, a buddy of mine coaches New York hoops in high school. In New York and New Jersey, dog, they suspended high school to put a bunch of immigrants in the gym. And they they had like 100 buses roll up and they put a bunch of cats in the gym and, and suspended high school. So you, kids can't go to school. Our American kids cannot go to school and the kids can't play their sport and they had to go to virtual class and we're giving them free health care. I don't even... Do you have health care? Do you, do you have free health care? Well, I, I got health insurance through my job. It ain't necessarily free. You know, your checks come and some of your money come out. So you're technically paying for it. I just don't think about it. <laughs> They're getting free health care, homie. They're getting an ID and a cell phone. That allows them to vote. Mm. It's an election year, Smitty. I'm not into politics like that deep. I just kind of have my beliefs. I'm independent thinker. I'm right down the middle. I'm not red or blue, right or left. But, like, if I'm a parent of one of those kids that got booted out of that school, mm. I'm hot. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm pissed off. I'm hot. And I don't understand what our government's doing right now. I really don't. So just for clarity, so that, that school, like, like they're done for the year? Or is it like a temporary two-week thing? No, no. But, but the, you, know what, you know why they're in the gym, right? Well, I'm, they're sleeping there, right? I'm assuming. Why, though? No, nah, I don't. Why? Because the hotels are full of them. Oh. To capacity. So the our hotels are so full of them, they have to go to gyms. Damn. What stops them from coming knocking at your door next? Staying at your house, JB, on your couch, in your living room. Good luck. In the backyard. Good. Hey, dog. Ask Weddle. Very crazy shit happened last week in San Diego. Mm. Not far from his house. A bunch of immigrants that crossed the border in southern Arizona came over into San Diego. These motherfuckers chopped down and catch trees in his backyard and started cutting them up for firewood and was sleeping in a dude's backyard. No way. That's crazy. I'm That's just telling crazy. you, y'all. I'm just telling you. I ain't going to say nothing to get suspended, but. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. I know what you would do, but I know, I know, I know. You ain't got to say it. Questions. You ain't got to say it. <laughs> and, 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 and Hector's in New Jersey, in New York. He's from there. He lives there. And he's like, dog, they're everywhere. Damn. That's weird. It's interesting. I'm just, it's, 
I that's not even a location where I would just think that they would all be like you would think that would be mostly out here, you know, we're right, you know, right by the border. Oh, that's crazy. That's just I don't know. I'm I'm I'm, I'm almost speechless almost coming to our door again. That's what I'm saying. And we'll stay speechless, but it's unbelievable. I'm not gonna stay silent on this whole thing because it's it's gonna come to our door, and that and that's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, you gotta you gotta speak on it. Get you, get you a couple pit bulls, trap up, and they better come deeper than what I got in my, in my closet. That's uh, gonna be John Wick in this book. Where's the fuffa at? Where's the fuffa with uh, uh, Tua's pitcher? Where you at? He said he. Oh, where he at? Where he at? You gotta scroll hey, up. Hey fuffa, you got a picture like this? Oh, that's a legendary picture right there. You got a picture like this? You don't even know who these people are. The guy with the hat in the middle—that's the head coach of BYU, but. The the main cat in this picture is to the left with the black hat on between the brother and the bigger Uso right there, the shorter, fatter kid guy who's a good friend of mine. Hey, Tua, you got a picture like this, homie? Get your fuffa ass out of here, motherfucker. You better check my credentials around this motherfucker. Better pay some goddamn homage to your elders, motherfucker. All right, let's break this down real quick. Um, I got to get into this one. I got to dive into this one. Um, Ben Simmons. This motherfucker's played six games, homie. Six games, Smitty. I got to get, it's not your excuse. I don't want to get your excuse. I got to get your take on this because we just mentioned this shit yesterday. Right. About somebody has to, has to be some leeway and some give or take regarding contracts. This guy has missed Fucking 153 games. It's time, it's time for him to uh, get, like, retire. He needs to retire, get booed out the league. Oh, he don't he play. Don't look too fucking, he don't look too goddamn worried about anything. He chilling. Does he? He don't. That man chilling. <laughs> he relaxed. That's what it looked like to me. I mean, come on, man. What's really cracking here? Man, listen. I don't know. At the end of the day, this guy... From, even from college, you know, we knew how great of a talent he was. He's getting comparisons to LeBron because it's his style of play. But people were con- always concerned about his mentality. Is he too soft? He would he would pick and choose games to hoop. You know, he didn't go to school. He just came off as lazy, too. Even in college, that was like the narrative. You go back and look at, like, the scouting report. And now – so now that you're seeing, you know, all that's going on now, it's not really a big surprise. You know, if you really – Know the foundation of, of him coming out of LSU and, and what the rumors were then. So you saying allow it? Fuck it. No, I'm not saying allow it. I, I the guy like he he's a prime example. He's like a little bit of an outlier because he, he just does not play. And with this whole mental health little era that we're in, he utilized that to, to a T. And since we're oh, in know, a, when is enough enough? I guess my question to you: When is enough enough? Because I guess it, it's up but, to the organization. I guess in the team. Remember, I guess remember this. Remember this take. Not to cut you off. Are you good? You good? For one, you got to do it for all. Mm. And you're setting a precedent by doing it for Kawhi for the load management. And then you got the the job issue where you suspended him really for a couple games, then 25, and then you don't really even really even hit his pockets for nothing major. And then you do it for all these other dudes in the same regard. And then we're doing the NFL, we're doing the NBA, we're paying guys, they don't even play. Deshaun Watson didn't even fucking play really last year, and he hasn't really played this year. We're paying guys like crazy. We're hurting other guys on this roster that you advocate for that should be getting paid mm-hmm. that can't be paid because of certain shitbird cancers. And I'm just saying, 
This is a prime example. When is enough enough? How do we cut bait? When do we cut bait? And when do we set a precedent, a new precedent on coaching it instead of allowing it? Because we're allowing it now. And this is going to be the next guy too, dog. The next guy's going to do this too, bro. Why not? You're getting paid for sitting around. Nah, I hear you. Uh, and I don't know the best situation. I don't know if he has like a lingering injury going on or whatever. But at, at some point, it's like, all right, bro, like you're here to play. So if you're just constantly hurt or if you're constantly going through mental health or constantly something, as a team, as an organization, you got to just move on. But obviously, they're, they're seeing enough talent or whatever to where they're like, man, yeah, he, he barely plays, but when he does play, he, there's something there. And I don't know, man. It's just talent. Uh, what I've learned in these professional leagues, if you, you're a talented cat, you get chance after chance after chance. It don't matter if you got – DUIs, you got you know domestic violence cases, you got whatever. When you're a real talented player in NFL or NBA, they give you chance after chance after chance because because of who you are, you know what I'm saying, and what your potential could be. But with Ben Simmons specifically, I don't fully understand. I mean, he you know he he had a good career with Philly. I know it ended kind of bad because of that playoff run or playoff game where he passed the ball instead of just shooting it and. Ever since then, he's just kind of been on a downward spiral. But when he was a Philly, he was he was good. He's average sixteen. Yeah, like twelve. That's not the problem. He wouldn't yeah. be in the league. But he, I'm saying he, he, he played with Philly. He actually was playing and everyone in the playoffs. After that, after you remember that game I'm talking about where he passed the ball instead of shooting the layup and everybody was on him. Since that moment, he's like barely played. I don't know. Like it's crazy to me, honestly. I don't I, I don't get why we keep paying guys like this though because if we keep doing it they're gonna keep doing it <laughs> I, I just don't get it i, I want to know when enough is enough and why haven't the peers why haven't you know i know kd and them said a little bit but like man this motherfucker like when is somebody really gonna come out and be like man this motherfucker's wasting our goddamn money on this bench he don't even play why is he here he don't practice he don't give us a look he don't defend he don't do he don't he's scared to shoot the ball like what is he good for? Yeah, but players will never do that because it's a player-driven league. Saying. Players got players bad, but then you. But it's also kind of like it's kind of like bro code. Like I ain't about to fuck Bradley, up. Bradley Bill will call him out though. Yeah, to an extent, but you ain't about to cost him. Like I mean, like internally for sure. I'm seeing that gonna go in the media and talk about a, and dog another player and talk and and, and talk about their pockets. Yeah, you don't never do that. Like I, regardless, yeah. you just don't do uh, that. I hear you Inter internally for sure. But I'm not letting the world hear that. I'm not going there. Hey, this dude don't need to be in the league. He don't like, nah, he don't do that. Hey, we got a loaded show tomorrow. We got five minutes, four minutes left before we jump on Matt's show. Uh, real quick, I wanted to get to the AFC Pro Bowlers. Um, this was the AFC Pro Bowlers we pulled up last week. But who, in your opinion, got snubbed uh, other than on this list right here, obviously? Um <laughs> Who got snubbed in your opinion? Who would you replace somebody with? Uh, let's just talk skill players. Why? AFC. I'm trying to see. Running back uh, seems kind of like that's the best we got. <laughs> I think this year because of injuries, you know, Jonathan Terry didn't play enough to really to be on that list. Raheem Mostert had like 20-some touchdowns. James Cook played well. I'm trying to think out loud. Uh, nah, Travis Etienne, he ain't really did Josh too much. Allen's got to be number Josh one. Right? Um. Oh, yeah, Josh. quarterback, uh, Mahomes Mahom should be off the list, and Josh yeah. Allen should be on the list. Easy. Easy. Easily. Like, not, not trying to be funny, Chiefs Kingdom. Like, just, just like the facts. I, I know you, I, we joke. NFC-wise, who, who – uh, um, Wide receiver, uh, 
Brown. Saint Brown, I can say. But it is tough. I, it's it's even hard to say he got. I mean, he got snubbed, but at the same time, CD Lamb, amazing year. AJ Brown, although his back half has been bad, look at his numbers, amazing year. Mike Evans, even with another quarterback, another really like that thousand plus yard seat, like Puka. Like, and so, my question is always with these lists: Who are we taking off to put you on? And it's hard to remove any of those wide receivers off the list, honestly. I guess you could argue Mike Evans, I guess, but I, don't I argue know. AJ Brown for just for everything, especially falling off towards the like half, half, last, last half. It, like, but look at his numbers, though. I think I think we forget. You know, it was the point in time where we were having an MVP conversation and we were talking about Tyreek and AJ Brown back and forth, but we didn't really know. His numbers are phenomenal, although they've been losing. Early, though. St. Brown has gotten stronger, and this guy's gotten worse. And I yeah, think- but it's the totality of the season. It's not just about how you ended, how you started. It's in your total 17-game sample size. What did you produce? And A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown better. His numbers are his number. No, his Brown's not better than A.J. Look at his numbers. His brother is not better. To me, wide receiver is a position where you can look at numbers. Like, oh, it, yeah, hold on. Cool. We're in the show real quick. We got to jump on Matt McChesney. We do, we do, we do. I got the link. You get the link? Zero to 60 podcast will be live on his YouTube channel right after this. Smitty and I are going to make a duo uh, appearance. Yeah. Um, hell yeah, hell no. The Harbaugh family is the greatest coaching family ever. Period. Any sport. Coaching. Coaching. I didn't say football, basketball, baseball. Coaching family ever. You got the remember you got the Lombardis. You got the you know there, there's a lot of families out there that you can you can bring into this thing. Families, uh, coaching. I I'm mean, gonna say hell yeah. They all off the, the top of the head. Hell yeah. Two have won a Natty. One has won a Super Bowl. Yeah, and they might get another Super. Bowl, and they might get another Super Bowl this year, and then they might get another one if Jim go to the NFL again. Oh, how are the Shanahan's the best family? What's the son done? He's been the super. Uh, that's a good one, though. Nah, the for, well, the daddy is solidified. We already know that. Uh, but time out. You but, got two versus three. There's more room for error with three. Three guys got to hold their weight compared to two guys, and only one of the two have hold their weight. What's more impressive, the the um, the Harbaugh coaching family or the Manning playing family? Like, which which one is more impressive? Remember the Harbaugh's played too. I know, but we're, but but just for you know comparison purposes, we're talking about their greatest in coaching versus the Manny's greatest in playing. It's tough. It's tough. We got some- hey, there's a the Buddy Ryan, Rex Ryan, and Rob Ryan are really really good too. Ooh, but really I don't know good. if they have these accolades. They're Dang, they're more right. NFL only. Yeah. Um. All right. Hell yeah. Hell no. We gotta get off. Dogs are better than cats. Hell, motherfucking yeah. In the show, we're out of here. Tomorrow, we're on back here for uh, T-Rich Thursday. Loaded show tomorrow. That's why we wanted to get some of these things out the way. And we will be on with Big Matt McChesney here uh, right now on his Come channel. on over, y'all. We, going, we, we keeping this thing going. New topics, new energy, same old attitude. Peace. <laughs> Missing, we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missing, we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuned in.